Ladies and gentlemen, for the ban of news on Facebook, we are now not allowed to have any news. So apparently, this nerdy news segment will become redundant and <laughs> will be now known as Nerdy Stuff. For this is a Fred the Alien production podcast with no news. Absolutely no news. No news. All right? Cool. <laughs> no news! No None. news! No news, no news is good news. No news is good news. <laughs> Cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Well, we're going to Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Sorry, that was a bit loud. Hello. That was good. Hello. No, I'm, I'm looking at my wave file and this. <laughs> I just peeped it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantarmadje. And I'm a Michael Lister. As so far it is. <laughs> it could be different okay. by the end of this podcast, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. Interest, mm. Interesting, interesting things to come. Yeah. And uh, yes. because you're now experiencing <laughs> a podcast called Fred. Oh, yeah. Yes, you are. Yes. Yes, you, you are. are. <laughs> experiencing yeah, in it experience. in a completely different way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The differences will become clear as we progress through the recording. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> Nothing is as it seems. <laughs> and you said so you. So my were... week has been great. <laughs> things, things, things have been hiding in plain sight. Mm. <gasps> Crap. Um. So. <laughs> Anyhow, Fulia. Yeah. How, how how was your week? Do you have a highlight to mention? Uh, my week has been pretty good. Just doing the same old, same old. Been streaming, been doing the recordings, um, and also been working as per usual. Um, I don't know. To be honest, not much can be said because there wasn't really much of a highlight this <clears throat> week. Uh, apart from the fact that we're out of lockdown now. Hell yeah. We're, we're back to normal. Well-ish. <laughs> five days. It was five yes. days. Five days. Five days. Thank you, Victoria. <laughs> Thank Christ. <Yes>. Like, really. <laughs> Oof. Um, so, yeah, I've just been... I, I just probably just mentioned the fact that I am now currently halfway through Shit's Creek of hey, season four. Hey. 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 Whoa. Hey. <laughs> Hey, whoa, hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Um, that would probably be the main highlight of my week. Nice. That's pretty much what I've been doing. Um, That's good. Just been catching up on more episodes of Shit's Creek, and it is so good. It is. Oh my goodness. Just the best. Yeah. Um, any 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 good character developments you'd like to share? Uh so David and Patrick are dating, but um, I've gotten to the episode where David finds out Patrick had a fiance. 
Oh, yeah. And they're on a bit of a break. <laughs> oh, man. That that reveal. Yeah. Of, of like, you know, who the... like. I the, was not expecting it that at was, all. That was a jaw-dropping moment. Yeah. I won't yeah. spoil it too much, but yeah, the, it was a really good... Draw-dropping moment. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> oh, yes. he'll forget by the time he watches it. It's nah, 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 it's all right. I'm just, I'm just here for the people who have never seen... Uh, I was about to say Wolf Creek. Shoots Creek. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, I feel your pain, people out there. The the 100% of people who haven't seen it and are going, hmm, what are they talking about? I don't know. Yeah. I feel secluded. I'm going to turn off. Sorry. <laughs> let's not. No, let's, all right. Let's not. Good, good yeah, point. Let's that, not. That's as far as I've gotten. Okay. Um, the, apparently the motel is now known as Rosebud Motel. Yeah. Not Rosebud. Schitt's Creek Motel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which is really sweet, it I have to say. Very sweet. Really yeah, too. It's really yeah. cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the... What was the last episode I watched? What else was it? Uh... Oh, has, Moira was feeling a bit neglected from Johnny. Um, so Johnny joined in on the Jezegel's choir practice, yeah. which was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, and just cool. David is in a bit of a depression. And so Stevie's like, let's go to a spa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Their spa day is really Yeah, cute. so that's as far as I've gotten, because when I was in the middle of that episode, that's when you walked I in. I walked in. <laughs> so sorry. I don't know what's happening in the rest of that episode, but I will find out. Yes, you will. <laughs> Good. But, yeah, that's pretty much been my... Nice. I'm glad you are My highlight that. of the week. Uh, right. Apart from the fact that um, I got maracas <laughs> that I could play <laughs> on stream... And my fellow friends on Twitch were abusing it on the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) They abused their power to redeem it. And they redeemed it about five or six times in the space of an hour. Uh, You're a regular Cuban Pete. (laughs) Yes, I am. Yeah. Yes. So, um, but it was fun nonetheless. Like they could see that I, that they were abusing it. They're like, let's just do it again. <laughs> let's do it again. They're, they're like, there's again. a new person in chat. They need to see it. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Every time there's Every a new person, person, they need to they see need the to maracas. See <laughs> maracas. <laughs> Come on, follow me. I, I barely, I barely. I barely got through an hour's worth of gaming in that in the two and a half hour stream that I did. <laughs> Spent, you may as well change it to Foolish Fuji's Maraca time. Uh, yeah, I know. Just the, the, the Maraca stream. The Maraca stream. <laughs> Featuring some gaming. Yeah. So, yeah, that's pretty much been me. How about you, Michael? Well, my week has been okay. I mean, it's not as exciting as Maraca's time. <laughs> But I did have a, I did have a Mexican, if that counts. <laughs> <laughs> that counts. I love Mexican yeah. food. Yeah, yeah. We had Mexican, and we also went to a uh, me and the wife and the and the child went to a new Japanese restaurant that opened up in in uh, Bendigo. It oh, was, nice. Yeah, it's uh, all you can eat for. Oh, all yes. you can eat Japanese food. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah. that's heaven. Okay, I'm coming. 
So reserve a table. I'm coming. Quick before the next lockdown. Stay where you are. No. (laughs) We don't want Melbourne people in regional Victoria. Well, I don't care. I'm coming. Even though Kendall, you're originally from from Bendigo. Yes, I am. You stay where you are. No. (laughs) No. Until we get the jab, you can stay. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. We suck. So, um, <laughs> yes, so Michael, you're weak. Any any cool highlights to share? Uh, well, um, hmm, nothing particularly. Uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> was the was the food good at the restaurant? <laughs> yes, it was very good. Um, unfortunately, it was a bit of a. A bit of bit of a slow start because they they were meant to be um, opening on Monday, but of course, uh, but, but of course, of the yeah. lockdown, yeah. they had to, had to open on the um, on the Thursday. Thursday. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And and um, and you know, I'm I'm always forgiving because it's it's the first stage it is, and and uh, that they, they weren't sure about um, which table was which, so we sort of got we. It was um, it was a long time between meals, so, but, it was really good and we are going to go back again and and surprisingly nice. Ze- and surprisingly Zelda behaved herself as well so that was cool. oh that's good oh that's good yeah. <laughs> she loves rice and she and she loves soy sauce loves soy <laughs> sauce so much she can just drink it oh boy that's a lot of sodium. Yeah. Well, she doesn't drink it. She laps it up. We put it in a little okay. ramekin. So you say, this is what you do. You dip it in. And she, she's fine with chopsticks, actually. She just holds it holds it like that. Like, just grits it. It's like... <laughs> oh, it's cute. Digs it out. Yeah. Because yeah. um, we, we uh, introduced her to sushi, like, very early on in her life. Like, it was probably the only time she got to eat green stuff. So... <laughs> you know, you gotta eat your greens, and it's like, well, this whole thing is made of greens, so it was good. Yeah, she lo- she loves her sushi, and yeah, and I suppose, I suppose, a nerdy thing that happened is I finally finished uh, listening to an audio book that I've been uh, listening to of uh, Ready Player One. Oh, uh, oh nice. Yeah, because. I watched the movie, of course, and I always like to actually read the book before the movie. In this particular case, it was the other way around. And it's probably a good thing that I did that because I completely detest the book. And I was just like, whatever, with the movie. And, um, yeah, and there's a lot of, a lot of problems with that book. Uh, uh, not to spo- spoil it, but it's uh, essentially everything that I was... I was a bit, a bit iffy with the movie. It's ten times worse in the book, so oh. I would suggest watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, fair, fair enough. Uh, I don't know what the policy is, but uh, the main character is a little bit of an incel. So, and, and of course, this also spans on to Gamergate and that, that bullshit. So, yeah. Oh well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh well, at least you know. Yeah, and then 
then I'll probably I'll probably um, listen uh, listen to the audiobook of the second one because uh, I haven't heard much about that, and I thought, does he redeem himself? Because it uh, take uh, it was published after the movie, so maybe the criticism in that is sort of dwelled into that book. So I don't know, but ah, uh, that will be the next one that I'll be getting from from Audi- Audible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not sponsored by this show, Hashtag but I wish sponsored. we were. Yeah, <laughs> wish we were. That'd be great. Give us money, Jeff Give Bezos. That sweet audible coin. Actually, no. Yeah, it's, it's not Jeff Bezos anymore. No, it's not Bezos anymore. Yeah, he took his money and run. He's fucking he Lex Luthor-looking motherfucker. Yeah, literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah he's uh, stopping CEO and he's going to run for president. Oh, don't put that out in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need that again. Yeah. Please, no. Or he's going to fight Superman. I don't know. People have been making those jokes <laughs> for years. Uh, <laughs> so, well, it could happen. So what about you, Kendall? Do you want to fight Superman? <laughs> Never. I love <laughs> Superman. I love him so much. He's wonderful. <laughs> he's an alien, um, for yeah. sake. Yes, and I like Get aliens. off my planet. It's full. <laughs> get off my porch get off my lawn uh anyway my Sir, week you're trespassing on my dirt farm <laughs> get off my dirt farm <laughs> my week anyway yes <laughs> uh yeah also kind of like you know not really filled with highlights mm. too much because you know lockdown was still on for for half of it almost and so we couldn't really do much um, obviously, because we're all staying home and all of that. Uh, I mean, it was work. It was a nice change of pace for work because you know we went back to being shut for a few days and uh, and doing the online only thing, and it wasn't as bad as we all thought it was going to be. Um, so that was that was good, and I got to do my uh, delivery driving again for a couple of days. Got to drive around in a really nice. Um, I think it was a Mitsubishi um, four wheel drive car and it had apple carplay installed and this massive screen that made jarvis my car look dated <laughs> um, <laughs> which was i didn't think i didn't think was possible um but yeah technology has advanced and um yeah so that was that was cool bit of change of pace and and then yeah i guess if for a highlight of the week it would probably be uh i should mention two things well firstly i'll mention that i watched um the crime scene uh, Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel doco series on Netflix that dropped earlier this week. Um, this is uh, a doco series made by the same guy who did the Ted Bundy tapes um, a couple of years ago that I highly recommend people watch if they're interested in the Ted Bundy story. Um, but this was a, uh, a series revolving around uh, the vanishing of um, Elisa Lamb, who is a Canadian uh, woman who's 21 years old and she basically, uh, yeah, went missing when she was in Los Angeles because uh, she was staying in a very shady part of LA, and um, so it kind of goes into uh, her disappearance and who she was and what she was about and um, and what happened. I already knew the outcome of the story before I watched the documentary because I, you know, I I don't mind a bit of true crime, so I've heard heard her name before and mm-hmm. heard of the Cecil Hotel, which was the basis of inspiration for the hotel season of American Horror Story. Yeah, because a lot of bad things have happened at the Cecil Hotel. Um, and uh, and then I looked up to see if where it is, 
And then if I've been anywhere near when I was in LA like, <laughs> and I was literally like two blocks from it. Like, oh, wow. Last time I was there, I went there where the, the theater from Michael Jackson's thriller video, which I visited is literally like two blocks from the Cecil hotel. So <laughs> it's on the border of the shady area of downtown LA. Mm. But anyway, um, but no, it was a really cool doco series, superbly made and interviewed like the, you know, detectives that worked on the case. Um, the hotel managers from the time and the staff from the time and um yeah and used a lot of archive footage and news footage and it was really yeah it was really awesome so if you're into true crime you'll definitely get a kick out of it uh and then the other highlight of my week was the fact that uh i finished battlestar galactica yay so another series done and dusted <laughs> in the books uh, yeah good friend of mine adam came over and because we've been watching star uh, sorry stargate ha Freudian slip. Um, <laughs> I wish. No, um, we've been watching Farscape. Ah, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's still going, and we're um, just past halfway through season two now. And uh, Adam had the idea because he's a big Battlestar fan. Um, and when I told him, I only had the last three episodes to go, which is actually a three-parter finale. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, "Let's let's do it all." Let's finish Battlestar. I'll, I'll watch you lose your shit over it. And then we'll watch Farscape, which was also a three-parter that we were up to. So oh, it was, wow. So it was the night of the three-parters. Um, <laughs> and it was awesome. Um, yeah, especially the Battlestar uh, ending. I Part of me kind of wished I'd been by myself for it, though, only because I cried. Oh, no. <laughs> there, was, there was like... There are a couple of moments where I, things happen to certain characters that I, you know, I mean, you're invested in a show and I was binging the show, so I loved it. And yeah. I, I do love it. I'm definitely a fan. Like, I'm even listening to Mark Bernardin did a Battlestar Galactica podcast. Oh, nice. So I've started listening to his podcast <laughs> that he did with uh, Trisha Helfer, who was uh, on the show, Battlestar Galactica. She's in Lucifer. So oh, you'd, okay. You'd know her from Lucifer if you haven't seen Lucifer yet. You have seen Lucifer. I have. You have. Yeah, she's freaking Lucifer's mum in... Oh, her! Yeah, her. Right, right. Sorry, yeah. I, yeah, said, yeah. I said the name and then you didn't blink and I freaked myself out. <laughs> it's all right. Me with actors' names just go <laughs> I know. over my head. Sorry. I can't keep track of who knows names and who doesn't. Anyway, but yeah, Lucifer, Lucifer's mum, she was in Battlestar okay. Galactica. Oh, that's interesting. And her and Mark hosted the Battlestar Galacticast, which yeah. wrapped up at the end of last that's year. That's cool. So, yes, Michael? I haven't seen Lucifer. <laughs> you haven't? No. He hasn't. Oh, you... Okay. But I can because it's on, it's on my list of the Yay. TV on scratch-off list. Hey! Oh, cool. Uh, uh, secret awesome. plug. Well, Chucking it in there. No, nice. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Check out Mike's TV on scratch-off yes. series. And also YouTube. Battlestar yes. Galactica as well. <laughs> yes. That does not surprise me because it is very, very good. Um, yeah, it was a great ending to the show and I, yeah, I, re- I had to hold back tears cause like Adam is there and he's and afterwards I said, I was holding back, man. Like I, if you hadn't been here, I've been full on sobbing and he's like, yeah, I can, I'm not surprised. It's emotional. <laughs> and like, he's like, the only reason I didn't cry is because I've seen it before. And you know, yeah. so I know, I knew it was coming, but and I'm a big strong yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, that was, that was pretty much the highlight of my week cause it's such a good, yeah, it's such a good show. So I'm, I'm finally finished it. And then uh, today, my day off, I started watching uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Which oh, cool. Is on, How's that? On Stan, really good. I think you would like it for yeah. you. Yeah, it's definitely up your alley. It's a, it's a dramedy 
show. Um, there's some good comedy in it, um, but there's a lot. <laughs> when I say drama, there's like basically every episode has something in it that will make you feel something. And uh, I've, okay. I've cried twice already and wow, I've only okay. watched four episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I highly recommend people check it out. One of my work friends recommended it to me. Um, and cause he's big into musical theater. Like he's actually so into musical theater. He's in theatrical productions. Okay. Like, um, and yeah, the, it's kind of like a jukebox musical, mm. um, where she, Something happens while she's having an MRI. There's an earthquake. It's based in San Francisco, so tick in the the A box for me. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, and the music she was they were playing for in the MRI room. And when the earth, when earthquake happened, something fritzed, and so now she hears people's innermost thoughts as songs. Ah, oh, um, that's actually pretty cool. It's, it's it sounds like a unique. Concept. It's, it's a very unique concept. It's very original, yeah. and uh, yeah, it's really really cool, and it brings the feels. I tell you what. Okay. But I yeah, I reckon you'd like it. All right, cool. I'll it's, check it out. Yeah, it's a really really good show. Really good cast as well. So nice. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that's me and my week. And some highlights and some interesting things to share I thought would be nice. Um, so we've hit our 20-minute mark of us, <laughs> which means now <laughs> it's time to check in with the uh, week that was in the, the news that Facebook can't touch, the nerdy news on a podcast called Fred. <laughs> Don't call it news. <laughs> This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most S. Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Alright. It's nerdy news time. I will call it the nerdy news because that's what it is. <laughs> that's what we've been calling it. That's what we've been calling it and we're going to keep calling it. Despite the fact that Facebook has fucked it up for us. But anyway, things in the news. Um, but in the cool, cool side of the news, in the, ner the nerdiness of the news, uh, starting with some DC news this week, we have some casting for the upcoming Flash movie. Um, Sasha Kelly, uh, mostly known at this point in her career for being on uh, The Young and the Restless, uh, very popular American soap opera, um, has been cast as Supergirl um, in the Flash film that is in the works at the moment, has been in the works for many years, but is, you know, getting closer and closer to actually happening. And this is, for, to remind everyone, this is the Flash movie where we're going to get to see uh, Michael Keaton as Batman once again, or Bruce Wayne, however they're doing it. Um, so that's going to be fantastic. Uh, cool to see a virtual unknown um in such a big role i'm always here for for that kind of casting um and if you want a, a nice slice of adorable go check out um a video online of the director andy machete um telling her she's been cast as supergirl and her reaction is just pure and in like just beautiful and honest and lovely and so endearing and i'm a fan <laughs> of her already i'm very very happy. Curious to see if she's going to dye her blonde, though, because she's a very dark brunette. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know. Maybe if, a week. I don't know if, well, well, she can do whatever she wants. Um, I don't know if Supergirl's ever had dark hair in the comics, but Boss Logic, um, one of my favorite graphic artists on the internet, did a really cool mock-up of her as Supergirl. 
uh, with the dark hair and everything. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, really cool casting news. So uh, looking forward to seeing her in the Flash movie, hopefully in the next year or two. Um, in terms of the TV side of DC, uh, they've decided they're going to be moving forward with a Constantine series reboot that's going to be on HBO Max. It is going to be uh, produced by J.J. Abrams, uh, which is really, really cool. Um, he's also, J.J. Abrams is also producing a Justice League Dark series for HBO Max, and it's said that um, the Constantine that's going to be in that is going to be the same one in this series, like they're connecting them. Um, sadly, Matt Ryan is not going to be in this. Um, so he was in the most recent version of John Constantine uh, in live action and animated form because he's also voiced the character in a few animated films for DC. Uh, but he, you know, had his own Constantine show that ran for one season. And then he found new life in the Arrowverse and the CW by popping up in Arrow and then becoming a regular feature in Legends of Tomorrow and he's fantastic so I'm a little disappointed that DC have decided to recast going forward um, but you know he's still going to be on Legends so um, we'll we'll still have a Matt Ryan John Constantine it just yeah will be on the CW and not on uh, HBO Max but hopefully uh, yeah hopefully it'll be good I'm sure I'm sure it will be good if JJ uh, Abrams is involved because he generally produces quality things so yeah, um, yeah. but Sort of speaking of J.J. Abrams and a weird segue to uh, some Star Wars news. Uh, apparently Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy is still happening. Uh, this is something that hasn't been mentioned for a while because, you know, after... Like, this was announced just before Last Jedi came out back in 2017. And uh, a lot of people weren't very happy with what Ryan Johnson did with Star Wars, and I can understand that. Um, so I think the kind of interest in this trilogy that he was supposed to be working on really kind of faded away. Um, and I figured that basically wasn't happening anymore because of people gen on, you know, generally didn't really respond well to his movie or his take on Star Wars. That, yeah, why would Lucasfilm and Disney spend all this money on letting him do three more of them? But apparently it's still happening. He was uh, interviewed recently by author Soraya Wilson, who uh, tweeted about it and said, I'm just going to post this now because I can see that I'm going to get a lot of requests. Yes, Ryan's Star Wars trilogy is still on. No dates or timelines because he has other projects going on, but it is happening. That is all I know about it. Uh, so stay tuned for more. Uh, in some Netflix news, this is really cool. Tim Burton is going to be uh, helming a uh, live action series for Netflix uh, centered on Wednesday Adams um, called Wednesday. It's going to be an eight part series um, and it's going to be following her going to, I think it's called the Nevermore Academy. I don't know if that's something from the Charles Adams comic strips or, or, or what have you. I mean, those... Those strips have been around for decades upon decades now. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, I think it's a no-brainer, like the biggest no-brainer of all time for Tim Burton to do Adam's Family. This is actually the first time he's in interacting with this IP. So um, yeah, I'm very, very excited. This is definitely something I will be checking out. I love Wednesday. She's my favorite character out of the Adam's Family 
um, movies and, and everything else. I think she's awesome. And yeah, and just Tim Burton is perfect. So it's going to be great, I'm sure. Uh, in some horror movie news, John Carpenter recently uh, said, I think in an interview as well, that uh, that he's admitted that basically the upcoming sequels to the 2018 Halloween um film which effectively rebooted the franchise halloween kills and halloween ends um those sequels might actually be going to streaming um not confirmed yet but he's admitting that if you know things don't change in the cinema landscape especially in the u.s um you know he's just like well you know we'll, we'll just have to put him out on streaming and that's just the reality he's facing at the moment sadly um he even said that you know the whole reason it was pushed a year uh, halloween kills was delayed 12 whole months because they were waiting for covid to to settle and for cinemas to reopen but you know we're almost in march in 2021 now and while cinemas here in australia are, are starting to thrive Again, um, in the States, oh, most cinemas are still shut. So, um, yeah. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, and hopefully there's a theatrical release here in Australia for those films because I'm definitely interested in checking them out, but we'll see what happens. And lastly, in the nerdy news, this has me very curious. Um, one of my favourite directors, Edgar Wright, uh, most known for his Cornetto trilogy, um, with uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and his uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Um, basically, he is doing an adaptation of Stephen King's uh, novel, The Running Man. Uh, this will be the second time that The Running Man's story has been brought to life on the big screen. Uh, it was previously adapted in the late 80s and starred Arnold Schwarzenegger as the title character and uh, a lot of it was changed from the original novel however Edgar Wright has said um, that this is gonna be a more faithful adaptation to the source material to the book so um, it won't change a lot and it's also kind of cool to see this happening for him because a few years ago someone tweeted him and asked him um, like, and basically said, I don't know what your thought on remakes or reboots are, but if there is one thing that you could do a remake of, what would it be? And he said Running Man. And here we are four years later and he's doing one. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, basically, the novel tells a story of Ben Richards, a poor 28-year-old who's been blacklisted and can't find work, but desperately needs to procure medicine for his sick daughter. Um, he puts himself up for the Running Man competition, which is a um, basically a game show that involves contestants running from hunters employed to kill them. The contestants can go anywhere in the world to flee the hunters, and of course, yes, the show is called The Running Man, so... Um, yeah, and it's set in the year 2025, so I don't know if they're going to be, it's still going to be 2025, considering we're so close to that year in real life now. They may push it further into the future. They haven't said, all we know is Edgar Wright's doing it, and it's definitely something I'm going to be watching. So, hmm. yeah, that's the nerdy news for this week, everybody. Uh, Fulia, do you have any takeaways, anything you want to add, comment on? Uh, I'd say out of all of the points from the nerdy news, uh, the only one that sort of stands out to me is, um, you know, the Wednesday series 
Sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I, Wednesday Adams, man. Like, she's such a straight-faced character. She's awesome. And she's hilarious, um, especially, like, in the setting with the family as well, where she's always, like, really direct about things. And it's so good. And just her, just the way that she looks as well, just the, the braided pigtails, just that look is so iconic. It is, yeah. <laughs> and I absolutely love it. Um, it's like the epitome of a goth girl. Uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, like you said, absolute no-brainer that Tim Burton's doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about time he got around on the Adams Family yeah, bandwagon. Yeah. Like, yeah. he'll do a fantastic job with, with mm-hmm. that series, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I absolutely cannot wait for the Wednesday series. Nice. Yes, that's my takeaway. How about you, Michael? Well, uh, Ryan Johnson's Star Wars, I cannot wait. Because uh, I'm just intrigued on yeah on how how that would be, but I'm sort of intrigued. And to people, yeah, people didn't like it, but I I was I was actually I was actually wouldn't say enjoying, but I was intrigued of how of how they actually handled that sto- uh, handled uh, Star Wars eight. So and if they were going to go down that path it was going into interesting places but of course nine Mm. happened and everything was backtracked and i thought okay whatever (laughs) and yeah so i'm interested in that tim burton Mm. doing uh, adam's family you know (laughs) you sort of know the casting already Yeah, Helen and Bonham Carter as Morticia. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny Depp uh, as uh, as Gomez. Gomez. <laughs> oh, wouldn't it be interesting? Oh no, Eva Green, Eva Green as Morticia. Actually, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if if Tim Burton and Helen are on, you know, get along anymore, considering they're not married anymore. But um, uh, probably a working he's been using, relationship. Yeah. Yeah, he's been using Eva Green a lot in in his re- more recent films, and I think she'd make a great. Morticia, so maybe yeah, Helen we'll Bowen Carter is nanny. Yeah, 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 I could see that. Renata Rada yeah. as an aged up uh, Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, Renata Ryder as Morticia. There you go. Yeah, who did I say? <laughs> as Morticia. Yes, Wednesday. You said Wednesday. I, meant, I said yeah, an aged Wednesday. She's sort of like recounting her. Her, her time. Oh, I see. Like, if they're telling it in like flashback form. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, well, you can't have you can't have um, <laughs> the parents the same age as the. Yeah, as the yeah, kids. no, no, yeah. I didn't understand what you meant. Sorry, my bad, my bad. Yeah. I'm That's with you. Right. I like that idea. That's yeah, a cool concept. Yeah, that would concept. be creepy. That would be and kooky. And altogether spooky. And altogether spooky. spooky. <laughs> <laughs> the Adams family. <laughs> yeah. In- that wasn't in sync on my side. <laughs> that was no, that was in perfect sync on our side. Yeah. So I, I hope Fulia yeah. can sync that up for the record. Yeah, Fulia, you know what to do. <laughs> Got was, my workout out for me now. That was brilliant. Yeah, you're probably going to have to cut cut me like explaining this because it would just sound weird if it was all if it's all in sync and I'm just complaining it's not in sync and people are going to write letters saying, what is Michael talking about? You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and shut up and continue. <laughs> and edit point. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
yeah, so that will be interesting. Uh, it, you know, it's Tim Burton, and he's got to do something weird. Uh, speaking of weird, John Carpenter, yeah, it's probably, I don't know, a foregone conclusion. It going, going to streaming, dep- depending on what's happening over in America. And Edgar Wright um, doing an adaptation of Running Man. I'm okay. Uh, I haven't read or even seen see I've I've seen bits and pieces of the movie, but it it's an interesting take because uh, um, I've seen Edgar Wright do his stuff, and I haven't se- really seen him do like a post-apocalyptic like thing. Probably the closest thing is probably I don't know pro- probably the Conedo trilogy and how. how um, at the world's end, sort of ended, so <laughs> the ending of At World's End, and yeah, uh, and it wasn't written by Stephen King. It was written by Richard Buckham, which is a, a pseudonym for Stephen King. True. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, was, I was hoping to get people with that one. But no. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be cool. Yeah. More, more Stephen King stuff. Yeah, hell yeah. Hail to the King, baby. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, that's basically it. Oh, what about what about you, Kindle? Do 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 you like kings? Yeah, I like I like King I like King? I like the King of Pop quite a bit. So yeah, I do. Yeah. I like kings. Do you do, do you like nerdy things? Kings and nerdy things. There's a podcast idea mm. for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um nice. Nice. Can I just say on the Star Wars thing, I I I've like come around a lot to the last Jedi. Um the literally the only thing I can't reconcile is the whole Canto bite sequence, but I'm pretty sure everyone is in agreement that 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 kind of stank. I don't know how you feel about that, Michael, but yeah. Uh, well, just... It wasn't neat. No, no. I suppose uh, probably the only reason why it was there so they can introduce... Um, uh, I can't remember his name, <laughs> but... but Finn? To get that character who's a, who's a gun runner, who's, uh, who sells to both sides and... I sort oh. of found that it Benicio del Toro's sort of character. Yeah, yeah, with the weird lisp. Um, yeah, and I thought that was an interesting thing that uh, it's, it's it's the first character in Star Wars saying, "Hey, I'm not really on anyone's side. I'm just here for the money." Yeah, that was that part of it was kind of interesting, but yeah, but yeah, but just... you know, they just. There's nothing. There's nothing. Maybe, maybe follow his trajectory in three films. Like, it was a weird character, but he was interesting at the same time. Like, yeah, I don't know if I want him to be the focus of a trilogy, though. I mean, maybe he could pop up or something, but yeah. no, I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure they'll be good. I mean, I, everyone, everyone kind of forgot about Last Jedi as soon as everyone saw Knives Out and like, oh, we love you, Ryan Johnson. You're awesome again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I think it was just a, a a wrong choice for a Star Wars film because people I having their 
people have in their head of what Star Wars is, and yeah. I think Ryan Johnson isn't that sort of storyteller. Like the yeah, melodrama, well, not- it's more more of things. I don't know. Well, not to get into not to really get into a Star Wars discussion, but just just to quickly say that that Ryan Johnson wasn't the problem with the the sequel trilogy. It, it was it was higher up. They should have they should have had a coherent they have a plan. Yeah, they should have had a better plan in place before they started making them. That's the that's the bigger issue. But anyway, Gold Leader. We're we're that's all right. We're tangenting a little bit, but you know maybe we'll do a Star Wars. And if I was a real cis gender male bullshit guy I would say oh it's Kathleen Kennedy destroying Star Wars (laughs) go woke or go broke (laughs) alright fuck those people I don't know what they're talking about yes Anyway. Yes. Anyway, all right. That was the new news mm-hmm. for this week, which means now it is time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. Alrighty. Trailer park time. Yep. Trailer park time. I don't know about you guys, but I am very excited to get into this because this might just be one of the best trailer parks we've had in the longest time. Oh, yeah. Like, we've got three, in my opinion, we've got three winners this week, people. So strap in. Um, <laughs> Jeff's kiss. Jeff, yeah, Jeff, Jeff's kiss. Jeff's kiss. <laughs> there any uh fat men beyond listeners <laughs> <laughs> they'll get that reference yeah <laughs> i know we are yeah we are we love them oh, all right so we're gonna start this trailer park by talking about the epic trailer for for uh the snyder cut of justice league and i'm gonna sip some tea because i nearly coughed everywhere then so one Kendall Richardson had an so epic reaction to I'm this so when excited. we were watching it. <clears throat> I'm so excited. I, ah. I didn't. I almost. Yeah. Anyway, I look. I should have. I probably should have done a reaction video to this one myself. <laughs> we were saying off air, you know, about about you, which we'll get to in a second. But then I maybe I should have done one for this because damn it, if when Jared Leto rocked up at the end, I didn't cream my jeans because holy crap. <laughs> Just holy crap. She needed a moment. I needed a moment. Wow. I, I got so excited. And I wasn't expecting it to be that, it, like, I was not expecting myself to react that way. <laughs> I mean, I know Jared Leto does things to me, and he has for, like, the last 15 years, but just, yeah, that was, but him aside, this was a very good trailer. This was much better than those uh, Hallelujah ones. Like, I get why they did those ones and the whole point of it. Like, so, Hallelujah! Snyder Cut is officially happening. You're getting it. After all this campaigning, fans, you're getting it. Um, but this was a proper actual trailer, and if this Snyder Cut is actually as good as this trailer looks, then it's going to be awesome. Um, and I've decided I'm going to watch, rewatch the... Um, Snyder slash Whedon cut of Justice League, the original theatrical cut of Justice League, again, before I watch this version, just so I can compare the two. Um, Because I didn't hate the version that was released in theatres in 2017. It wasn't great, but I enjoyed it more than than Dawn of Justice. Yeah, there's actually two versions. There's a theatre 
uh, release and also the extended. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. I uh, s- and apparent and apparently the se- uh, the um, extended one is uh, better. Okay. Apparently. Maybe I should watch the extended one then because I haven't seen the extended. I've only seen I literally only seen the theatrical version because I I've only watched Justice League once and it was in the in the cinema in 2017 when it came out. Um, so yeah, so I want, I'm definitely going to rewatch it um, before checking out the Snyder Cut. But yeah, like I said, if it is as good as this trailer looks, because this looks epic, um, and I've always been—I mean, I don't know if you, people have been listening to this show for a long time—I've not been a fan of Snyder's attempts uh, at at the DC EU. Uh, I really didn't like Dawn of Justice. I wanted to like it, and. I enjoyed the ex- again. Like you mentioned, the extended Justice League cut, Mike. I really, I really liked the extended cut of Dawn of Justice more than the theatrical cut because it added mm. some stuff in there that improved the story. Um, yeah, but yeah. I still, but I, I still didn't like. I haven't watched it since. So, um, but this just, you know, I don't know. It's, and it feels like now we're at a point where maybe we've kind of earned this stuff because Wonder Woman's had two movies. Uh, Aquaman has had a movie. He's got a second one coming. Um, you know, we still don't have a Flash movie, but hey, you know, it's it is what it is. Uh, so and you know, and Suicide Squad and everything like so. There's there's been development, so maybe that's why maybe I'm not as concerned about it because we're 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 now all fam- more familiar with these characters because they've been around longer than when this movie came out. They had not earned the right. Not only to do the death of Superman so fucking early, ridiculous, and then to do Justice League at all. Like, they, for me, they hadn't earned it yet. But maybe now I think I'm more okay with it. It looks really, really good. I, I really hope it's coherent and, and awesome. And I like the fact that we're actually going to get to see a lot more of this alternate verse, like this nightmare vision stuff that... Batman is referring to and that we're glimpsing in this trailer because I think I, if I remember correctly in the theatrical cut of Justice League there wasn't a whole lot of context given to why Batman was trying to recruit them all I think there was a, there was a little bit of it and I can't remember if I can't I really need to just rewatch it instead of just guessing <laughs> I should stop but yeah I'm, I'm on I mean I was always on board I was always going to check this out but I'm just glad to finally get a proper trailer and it looks Looks like it's going to be awesome. So, um, Fulia, what did you think? Also, Jared Leto, yes. <laughs> a Joker reveal at the end was great. I loved it. Anyway, Fulia, go. <laughs> um, okay, so probably didn't have the same reaction as you with this. No. Uh, unfortunately. <laughs> That's uh, fine. To be honest, I think it's mostly because, like you, I've only seen the first release once and I barely remember it. Um, so I think in this instance, for me, this is going to be like watching a brand new film altogether. Um, there might be elements of the film that when I do end up watching it, that I will remember. Um, but right now, just from the trailer itself, it, apart from the big bad that they're versing, the Mr. Tin Man with the horns. Steppenwolf. Yep. And uh, and Darkseid is the bigger bad, but yes, Steppenwolf is their immediate threat. Yeah, apart from him uh, that I do remember, the rest of it I just don't really remember too much of. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, this is literally going to be, like, a completely new film to me. Um, Overall, the trailer looks really interesting. Um... I'm my, I myself 
am not a massive DC fan, but I will still go and watch them because it, yeah. they're really there's really good action scenes. Um, you know, it's superheroes. Um, and it's just, you know, it's just, it's fun. It's nerdy fun. So, uh, I'm definitely going to go see it, whether I, whether I'm going to enjoy it or not, because I, I know that just watching it for the film itself, uh, apart from the fact that it's DC, I'm, I'm probably going to just enjoy it overall, um, in general, but we'll see what happens. Yes. (laughs) I hope we all enjoy it to be honest. Yes. 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 Uh, I will also mention um, that reveal of Joker at the end. Um, definitely brand new. I don't believe he was in no. the first no. version. And I'm pretty sure this is this is new footage that was shot. Like there's there's only supposed to be like 10, 15 minutes of actual new footage inserted into this that they did in reshoots. Right, right. Okay. And so this Joker stuff, I, I don't know if it would have been in Zack Snyder's original vision had he not walked away from the project sadly due to the tragedies in his life at the time so I, I can't speak to that but yeah it is it's yeah. just it's yeah. new stuff that they filmed last year or the year before and yeah so yeah but my god <laughs> anyway I'm gonna shut up now yeah so Please. yeah I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it yeah. it's just a new 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 movie for me Michael Okay. Um, <laughs> and and go. Go. I'm excited. What do you tell me your tell me your thoughts, Mike? Okay. Tell us your thoughts. Um Yes, I'm always skeptical when it comes to Zack Snyder. He he films absolutely beautiful things. Mm. He know he knows how to do cinema, cin- cinematography well. Mm. Uh and and of course my biggest gripes is storytelling and execution of yeah but basic thing um that is to be seen because i haven't seen the movie yet um and i can't remember what happens in the in the in the previous cut and i think the reason why people uh are excited is because this movie uh it has no stakes like, yeah, that's a good point. Like when it when it comes when it comes out, it's not going to harm like anything really. Where where everything is set for a movie to be released. This movie has already been released. This is this is basic. This is basically uh, an uh, an alternative version of something that we've all seen, and I think that's what's. Um, uh, really exciting about it because I'm 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 interested in watching it. I, I wouldn't say I'm excited, but I'm I definitely am interested, and I'm I'm definitely am going to watch it, and I'm just going to judge it for what it is. Uh, I probably won't watch the the original because I want to go go in fresh, mm-hmm. so I'm, so I don't have that don't have that um, niggling thing who's like oh that wasn't in it and that wasn't in it and oh I can tell that um, uh, Henry Cavill uh, ha- ha- doesn't have a moustache and and that fucking scandal um, yeah that was shit <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's said on that yep <laughs> um, I'm I'm also quite quite uh, interested on how this sort of sets up the um the the flash movie as well if they're going to go down that road and and actually explore more into the flash uh, side of it mm. and and um also we haven't seen dark side before uh, 
as a as a, a cinema cinematic baddie. So that will be. Cool I know. Well. Yeah, that's gonna be. Um, that's gonna be cool. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a four-hour movie, like of course, it's gonna it's gonna be long, and we're we're all and I, I assume majority of us are, are probably gonna watch it in the comfort of our own home so you can probably mm-hmm. pause it as you want and get up and uh but i'll probably go all the way through because you know i'm i'm insane like that okay <laughs> joker <gasps> yes i've had my feel uh, i've already said my feelings about uh jared leto's joker and i've also backed it and i've also really um i don't know if i've gone in hard on that but I uh, when I saw the um, images of this, I thought, okay, they're, they're introducing Jared Leto's Joker into this because, of course, we haven't seen um, Ben Affleck's uh, Batman meet uh, uh, Jared Leto's Joker, even though they've already been in Suicide Squad, but they haven't met, and I think their meeting is going to be pretty cool. Uh but the first line that he says in this trailer where he says we live in a society is a fucking horrible meme and it's been memed the shit out of <laughs> and and they've put it in this movie for a, for a wink to the audience say, hey this is a meme and we're going to put a meme in this because you <laughs> love memes don't you they Nah, but they they put a they literally put a meme in freaking into the Spider Verse at the end of it when they had all the Spider Men pointing at each other. That's a meme. Yeah, but that but that's a kids film. <laughs> and it's a kids film. Like, <laughs> okay, uh, isn't this a, this is an R rate? Well, American R rate rated movie. Yeah. Okay. Surely you want to take it more seriously than that? Yeah, okay. I don't know. I'm not really familiar with the we live in a society memes, so I I guess I'm not as... It doesn't bug me as much. Essentially, um, it's a it's a meme that you, ch- you chuck at people if they're trying to be, like, profound. It's like, oh, I, I thought of this thought that I reckon no one has ever thought this before, but it's basically... But basically, a thought that everyone has from time time to time, and it's like, wow, we live in a society. <laughs> it's like I get it. Uh, yeah, so essentially, it's a dank meme. Okay, sure. If yeah, I wonder so why they've done that. This, then I don't know. Mm. It draws me. It draws me out of. The, it would draw me out of the out of the movie. It's like I, I need to like sit there and like enjoy it on its own merits instead of putting a dank meme in there. It's the same. It's the same in um, uh, in Last Stand, uh, the third X Men movie, where where they got Juggernaut to say, "I'm the Juggernaut, bitch." Yeah. Where it was, it was like it was like the first meme to put to be put into a movie. It's like like I'm the Juggernaut, bitch. It's like. You're taking me out of the movie. Yeah, no, you okay. Can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say, they could have, they've, they could have grasped me, like back on to the train, if Joker turned around and instead of saying Batman, he said Bruce. 
Ooh. Ooh, that would have been cool. I reckon they missed a trick there. Oh. If, because essentially Joker knows uh, Batman is Bruce Wayne, but he never admits it. And if this is supposed to be like the end times, and and if and if Joker turns around and it's like we know it's the Joker, oh, it's the Batman, it's the end times. And if you said Bruce, that would be a double whammy. I re- I reckon they should have did they should have did that. If I was if I was Zack Snyder, I would I would have done that to f- completely fuck with people. That would have been great. A whole lot better than a fucking tank meme. <laughs> <laughs> no, you make some good points. Yeah, nice. But, of course, we're going to be watching it. So when are we going to be watching it, Kendall? <laughs> well, we will all be sitting down to watch the Snyder Cut of Justice League on the 18th of March. So we're uh, just under a month away now. Four weeks to go. Very exciting stuff. Alrighty then. Um, it is time for our next trailer, which is Mortal Kombat. Yes. Test your mind. I know we can't. I know we can't sync up, but it will sound weird. Test your mind. Ah, yes. Mortal Kombat. Uh Mortal Kombat. The other trailer that broke the internet this week. Um, holy crap. So, uh, full disclosure, I've never really played Mortal Kombat. I don't really know any of the characters except for Sub-Zero, so seeing him was cool. Uh, and, yeah, like, uh, from what, I haven't seen the Mortal Kombat films either, but from all accounts, they're not great, especially Annihilation is a piece of trash, uh, according to fans, so, um... Good to see everyone reacting positively to this trailer, and like it looks like it's gonna be a halfway decent kind of film. I think. Um, I, I I'm undecided if it will actually be like personally undecided if it will actually be good or not because it is again just to remind people it is a video game adaptation. So and sadly they don't always turn out very well. Um, but. I think this is definitely going to be bringing some gorgeous visual, uh, gorgeous and brutal at the same time, visual spectacles uh, to the big screen. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. the, the, the CGI looks stunning, um, uh, like across the board. Like I was very impressed. I was very impressed with the, the choreographed fighting that we got to see all the different moves that the characters use in the game. And um, yeah, and just... Really, really cool, and I didn't realize there was an Australian character in Mortal Kombat, so <laughs> that, that last scene at the end of the trailer was just gold for me. I, lo- <laughs> I laughed so hard the first time I saw the trailer. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And it's Ben Lawson, um, big fan of his. So, um, and yeah, I mean, this film was filmed in Australia too, so that's also pretty cool. Uh, and I'm a fan of uh, McCad Brooks, who's the uh, who, who, what's the name of the one where he, the guy lost his arms and has the metal arms? What's his character? Oh my gosh, um, I can't remember his. Kang. Kang. Is it? I don't Kang? know. I don't know. Let's let's Kang? let's. Google IMDb. It. Oh yeah, IMDb. Why am I googling? I have IMDb <laughs> available to me right here. Oh, Ben Lawson, Josh Lawson. Sorry. 
wrong wrong Lawson, but I like <laughs> they're both they're both actors. Um, yeah, Josh Lawson is Kano, um, and uh, yes, McCad Brooks is Jax. That's who he is. Yeah, no, it looks great. It looks fun. I I don't know if I'm gonna go watch it at the cinema because it's not the kind of film that I usually I usually do watch. Um, but I might watch it because it it I don't know. I think it's just gonna be some popcorn fun. Um, either way you spin it. Bit of dumb fun. Bit of dumb fun, yeah. I don't know. I hope it's good. For for everyone that's a diehard fan of Mortal Kombat, I really hope it's good. Like, I really want it to be good for you guys. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> so I'll be thinking of y'all when <laughs> we sit down with our popcorn to watch this one. Fulia. Yes. Now, <laughs> can I just say, and I've seen, Mike, I saw your and Sammy's reaction and it was awesome. I loved, I loved your reaction video and I had no idea Sammy was such, like, so into Mortal Kombat that she actually knows all these characters <laughs> and was like listing off things. I'm like, oh, okay. That's a side of her I've not seen before. That was cool. Um, but Fulia's reaction to this. It was, I was, I stopped watching the trailer and started watching <laughs> Fulia. Because she was, she was losing her ever-loving mind over this. And and especially at the end. It was, oh, it was great. So man. please inform the masses <laughs> of your, your feelings and thoughts on, on the Mortal Kombat trailer. Oh, uh, I kind of wish I did a reaction video to this. <laughs> Because I wasn't expecting the trailer to be, you know, giving me all of the nostalgia and all the things that come from the video games and just get me so excited. Um, <laughs> so, oh man, this this is an epic, epic looking trailer. And I feel like this is the Mortal Kombat movie that we've been waiting for. Um, I really hope it's good and they didn't just chuck this trailer together with all the good bits. Um, I, I want, I really hope the story's really good as well. Uh, and I, I think, I suppose the, the main thing that really got me excited is just seeing the characters and not only that, but have them say their catchphrases from the game is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the um, the battle between Sub Zero and Scorpion. Scorpion has his little catchphrase that whenever he throws his spear on on a lead um, or on a chain on chain, sorry, he says "Come here," you know, "Come here," when he's pulling him when he's pulling his you know right. prey in. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and oh my gosh, Sub Sub Zero with the mask and the you know the awesome almost Darth Vader-y type of sound, uh, you know, when he says his name and it's, oh, yay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and oh, just seeing all the other characters, you know, brought to life, you know, Sonya, Jax, um, you know, Kano and, ah, oh, and Raiden, Raiden, oh my God. <laughs> you can tell I've played the game. I uh, just, just by just by the way that I'm just yes. really excited. Yes, yes, and I love it. You, uh, you and Sammy should get together. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I grew up playing the games with cousins. I nev- I was never allowed to own these games. So whenever I would – and my cousins are male, so they were allowed to have these games. So <laughs> That's sexist. Um, but not to mention they were already in their teenage – they were already teenagers by the time. Sure, okay. They're by, all by, by older that time, they, they were older, older yeah. than me. So 
Um, that was the main reason why I couldn't have them. Yeah. Um, right, also right. because it's, you know, gruesome, brutal fighting. Yes. Uh, which obviously parents would not let, allow their children to play. Fair. Uh, um, yeah. And I totally agree. Didn't happen in my, <laughs> did not happen in my household either. Yeah. Um, but whenever I visited my cousins and they were playing Mortal Kombat, I would always want to play with them because it is so much fun. I like fighting games. Fighting games are really fun. Um, I also last year bought the uh, Mortal Kombat 11 um, on the Nintendo Switch, which I feel like I made a mistake and should have waited till I got my PlayStation because <laughs> um, it takes up so much memory space uh, on my Switch, uh, <laughs> which meant that I had to go out and get a micro SD card for my Switch. Oh, It's a giant file. Wow. Yeah. Like the DLC especially is huge. Um, so yeah, my recommendation, don't get it on the Switch, get it on, you know, PlayStation or Xbox. Right. <laughs> um, but even with that, watching, like playing through Mortal Kombat 11, um, with today's graphics, oh my God, like it's, it's full on. It is so full on. Um, and so this particular trailer, just seeing the characters and just the, the battles that they go through, oh, just nostalgia and excitement and just, ugh, <laughs> I want this movie. <laughs> I need this movie now. <laughs> I'm just really excited. Like Yay. I watched, um, there was a, there was like a mini series of Mortal Kombat quite some time ago. It was oh. within the last 10 years, I feel, um, if I'm remembering correctly. And, and it, it only lasted about three, maybe four episodes. Um, and it was sort of telling the story, the backstory of each character. And I was really sad when they decided to cancel it um, because it was actually going through their stories really well. Uh, and it was sort of leading up to a point where they were all going to meet in at some point, Mm -hmm. but it never happened. Um, so obviously it wasn't really gaining any traction in that at that time. Uh, so they decided to just can it, but this movie is what I have been waiting for. (laughs) I have been waiting for this movie for so long. Oh, that's exciting. (laughs) I love the fact that someone who loves like, you know, Lilo and Stitch and <laughs> Disney and Disney and and anim- like like you know from one end anim- anime and Animal Crossing to Mortal Kombat like <laughs> let's rip his head off finish him like I'm full here and I, I swear it. they didn't have it in the trailer but if if at any point in the film someone says flawless victory I am gonna die. <laughs> Like, holy Who crap. Who says flawless victory in the no, game? No, that's, that's the that's the narrator, announcer. the announcer ah. of the game. So if you beat a character without getting hit at all, oh, okay. that's, a, that's a flawless victory. What is it? What, what, what is, what's the word they use in... There's a, they do have that in Tekken, because I played Tekken growing up. But I yeah, don't, there, yeah. There was, I've played, this, like, on one iteration. They had, a, they had a different word for it in Tekken, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. Oh, uh, yeah. If, if that comes up in the movie... Yeah, okay. Um, call an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as you can hear, people, uh, I had to take a moment after after Justice League and fully had to take a moment after Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Epic trailer park, am I right? Anyway. Okay. 
You done? I'm done. All right. Michael. Michael, <laughs> let's hear your thoughts. How can I go after that? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Uh, I'm sort of the same as you, Kendall. And uh, me and my wife actually did a reaction, and it can be seen on the Freddy Alien Productions uh, YouTube channel yes. if you if you'd like to watch. Check it out. It's good. Yes. It was good. Three up to a hundred views already. I know. Wow. <laughs> good job. And um, yeah, so I don't know anything about Mortal Kombat. I didn't really have that growing up. Um, the first console game that I uh, well, console that I had was a uh, Nintendo 64. So the s- most fighting game was was Smash Brothers. Yeah, that's, ba- <laughs> that's basically it. And um, yeah, and I just know like just the bits and pieces that a nerd does. I, I know fatalities. I know, I know <laughs> get over here. So. <laughs> <laughs> and I also know, and I, and I also know. Whoopsie! <laughs> <laughs> and as I say in my reaction video, if they don't have that in the movie, I'm going to give this a low. Oh score. come on! <laughs> they have to have whoopsie. <laughs> this is a really serious film. What are you going to have whoopsie in there for? Well, this is the thing. Uh, I've I've, I've um, watched a, a little bit of um, reactions to this to this trailer, and a lot of them are saying um, it's like, yeah, they they if uh, if they're gonna make this like absolutely serious, like this is a serious thing. I think that's probably the wrong thing. I think I think they need to do like a bit of fun with it, and I think uh, especially with Joss Lawson's char- character, I think ha- having a bit more fun with it with would be a lot more a lot more fun because basically people are going to be um, going to come to this movie and actually just watch like the absolutely brutal brutal fights especially especially in this one where it's a uh, the trailer is a red band trailer so that means a lot more fun yeah, to be had yeah and yeah uh, yeah you can stay and and enjoy the story, I bet. But I don't know the story, and I don't need to know the story. I just want to see people be- beating the living piss out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, hearts being ripped out, <laughs> arms being exploded. God, jeez. That was so <laughs> full-on. Sub-Zero cutting Scorpion, and his blood sprays, and he freezes the blood and then stabs him. With it. <laughs> that was that was a cool shot. Yeah. Fucking awesome. I am so excited for this film. <laughs> and 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 me and my wife are gonna watch it on our date night. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so that will be awesome. So, Kendall. Yes. Dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> So, Ken, uh, I, yeah, I've got one. Kendall. <laughs> yes. Finish this segment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will. Um, <laughs> I'll make it, what was it? 
a flawless <laughs> victory. Yeah, flawless. A victory. flawless victory. Uh, <laughs> Mortal Kombat will be releasing in theaters um, probably in the same day in Australia, but we don't have an official date yet. But the 16th of April, if you're in the US or the UK, you can check it out in your cinema if you're able to get to one then. Let's hope it's a flawless release date. Let's hope it's a flawless film. Yeah, like I said, that too. Like I said, <laughs> let's just let's just hope. Looking forward to it. Te- I'm ready to test my mind. Much excite. Yes, very excited. Kendall ruins. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking beauty. You fucking beauty. I, dude, I, I just want I just want him for two hours. Like, literally. Oh, I love Josh Lawson. If, He's great. Now we've only heard like a couple of sentences from him, but. If he's going to do what I think he's going to do, I think it's going to be extra awesome. Because I know Josh Lawson is actually Australian, mm. and he is doing an Australian accent. But if he's doing what I think he's doing of uh, an American version Australian accent... Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. I, think, I think, fuck yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Because, because being an American um, uh, game... They would have all those awful uh, American yeah. slash, um, uh, you know, you know what I'm talking about. The fake Aussie accents, yes. You know the what extra, I'm talking about. The extra ochre stuff. Slap another shrimp on the barbie. It's a prawn. It's kind. Of- <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I'm no, having I this that. little thing with my Discord family. Most of them are American. They keep telling me they're shrimps. I'm like, it's a prawn. Here in Australia, we have prawns. Prawns and shrimps are different things. They're like, we call prawns shrimps, so they're all shrimps. I'm like, no. It's like, blame Paul Hogan. Um, <laughs> I Yeah, well, he, Josh Lawson's character in that trailer came across, like, reminded me of um, Jai Courtney's Boomerang from Suicide Squad. For a second, I actually thought it was. And I thought, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong universe. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Crossing well, the streams. Well, well, I mean... Didn't, didn't Mortal Kombat... No, that was... No, 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 um, no. Mortal... Did the crossover? Yeah. In the in the game? I think... Yeah, no, you're right. It's a Mortal Kombat versus DC. Yeah. There's yeah, a Mortal yeah, Kombat yeah, versus yeah. DC game, and yeah. I played it, and it's actually pretty good. Oh, there you go. You could actually have... Is it Kano or Kano? How do you say it? Kano, I think. Kano. You yeah. actually have him Kano. fighting... Fighting against Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang. <laughs> <laughs> I want that now. I want that one. Um, Alright. Next next they should do Soul Calibur. <laughs> Why not? And then yeah, and then you and then you got um Final Fantasy characters battle battle against Star Wars characters. Ooh. <laughs> that could be interesting. Alright. Let's wrap our, our Mortal Kombat chat up because we got one more trailer to talk about, guys, and it's another great one that I'm very excited to check out, uh, and that is uh, Cruella. Yes. Devil. Ah. Yes, 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 yes. Soon as I heard that Emma Stone was going to be playing a young Cruella Deville, I may as well have bought my ticket then and there because, damn. That's a good piece of casting. Um, And I was not surprised to see just how good this looks Um, while watching this trailer. Like, I was not disappointed at all in any way. Um, And it's also good to see Emma Stone kind of playing against 
type a bit because she doesn't really play villains. Mm. Like she's she's played a couple of antagonists in films, but she's generally generally known for playing, you know, the heroine or the the dam not, not to say damsel in distress because it's an outdated phrase, but you know she's that you know she's that person. She's not she's never um, you know she's the good guy. She's never the bad guy. Mm. So to see her when get Stacey. Yeah, she's Gwen Stacy for God's sake. So to see her get get her you know maniacal laugh on and be this awesome looking Corella Deville is just I'm so happy about it. Like, and I can't wait to see. Um, yeah, she sounds great. She looks phenomenal. Just the whole aesthetic of this trailer is is so good. Uh, and, and and it's a Disney film, obviously, because it's based on the character. Um, that, you know, Disney has the rights to, you know, because it was originally from a different, you know, novel that wasn't Disney. But um, there's some dark kind of elements in here that make mm. make me wonder if this is, if this is going to fall along the lines of the, you know, the Maleficent film with Angelina Jolie kind of tone of darkness, or is this going to go in a different direction and maybe a bit more adult? Because I was just, I was thinking about it. I'm like, certain parts seemed Disney and then certain parts seemed, you know... Not Disney, and it's funny too because I uh, on the internet I saw a few memes comparing <laughs> Corella to Joker, um, yeah. to jo- Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, um, uh, which I I thought was interesting and made made a little bit of sense in in some capacity, but obviously very two completely different movies they will be. Um, yeah, and we're gonna get to see uh, Corella's parents. Um, I think Emma Thompson's her mum. If I'm not mistaken, um, I'm just going to quickly IMDB it just to confirm. I know Emma Thompson is in it. And yeah, Mark Strong's her dad, I'm guessing. Or just, unless they're they're not related, but they're in it. But I'm pretty sure the, the I don't know about you guys, but the impression I got is that they're her parents. Because she's kind of rebelling against her family, it seems, yeah. in this trailer. Um, and yeah, so I don't know. that, But that was just really interesting. Um, don't know, from, but I don't think, know. think they're sort of uh, socialites, sort of thing. And yeah, a, they are like a pecking order. Yeah. So whether or not they're her actual parents or just you know people she works you know worked for and she's you know finally coming out from under them. Um, but that reveal of her outfit was great. I mean, we there was such a Cruella look anyway. Her walking in in the big white jacket and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, and I was not expecting it to, you know, basically do a Mockingjay and catch on fire and then turn into this gorgeous red number. And I was just with the hair and the makeup and everything. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I mean, sign me the hell up, please. Yeah, <laughs> sign me the hell up. I'm here for it. Well, um, I am definitely gonna yes. be there for it as well. Yes, yes. I, what did you think of this? I really like this trailer. Um. I've I've been curious, like I'm not the biggest of fan of the 101 Dalmatians trilogy, um, but I I feel like Corella was probably one of the more interesting characters in this in it, the film. Are you talking animated or live action? The animated. Okay, all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I don't animated. I don't remember the the animated films, but the live action ones, like you're. Is all, the same can also be said because yeah. Glenn Close's take on Cruella in the live action films from the nineties is is awesome. That's that's true. She's the best yeah. there. She's well, I mean, I love Jeff Daniels, but she's probably the best. She steals every scene she's in. Yeah, and so I'm really glad that they're doing 
like a a prequel, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, basically. Like doing her own story of Corella and how she becomes the person that she is. Yeah. Um, you know, the uh the fur loving (sighs) the fur loving lady. Yeah, I love I love that moment of her walking past those Dalmatians and they all started growling growling at her. I thought that was that was that was a nice little reference. Yeah, it was a good touch right there. Um and just her, the costumes in this movie is going to be extremely yes. over the top and gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I honestly cannot wait just to see the outfits that she gets to wear. Yep. Like, oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Uh, just the amount of black and white clothing that she'll be wearing. <laughs> and then just a hint of color comes through with that, especially that red number that she ends up coming Ooh, through in yeah. with her grand entrance. Um, to this really exclusive party, by the look of it, uh, it yeah, I'm I'm excited for I'm excited for her wardrobe, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I am against fur, fake yes. fur. Yes, yes, faux real fur. fur. No, yes, agreed. <laughs> faux fur, faux, faux fur. fur. <laughs> we are pro faux on this podcast. Yes, pro faux because we are the mofos that love faux fur. <laughs> Yo yo! No, yeah, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll show myself out. <laughs> whoa, 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 what was that? What was that? <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, yes, I am looking oh, forward terrible. to it. Yes. <laughs> Michael, what did you think of this trailer? This is a movie that I didn't know I wanted. Hey. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we talked about um, ages ago just just a photo of um, Emma Stone as Cruella, and and uh, I thought, oh, that that's probably interesting. And um, these are the sort of uh, live, quote unquote, live action uh, Disney films that I would actually like to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, not necessarily a straight straight to start to finish um, story of the. Of um, well-known uh, animated movies. So the re- the remake stuff, you don't want to really see that. No, like um, and after watching um, Aladdin was well, was was good, but mm. I want to see something new and different. And this is new and different, even though yes. it's like a prequel uh, of, of something. But it's and and also as you said with Maleficent, uh, it's it's a. Uh, it's not necessarily going to be a movie that that uh, leads you to be sim- uh, sympathetic to um, the the quote unquote bad guy of of this particular um, Disney property. I think it's and I think <laughs> I, I did have to chuckle with the memes of it uh, being referred to as uh, the the Disney Joker movie and. Yeah, I laugh at it, but I think it would be really cool if they actually did that. They, mm. they actually, um, because everyone knows who Coella Deville is, and and especially after um, Glenn Close's portrayal is absolutely phenomenal. And yeah, and that's why they they brought her back to do the sequel as well. Mm. And and um, yeah, I'm actually very excited for for this film, and I <laughs> and I can't explain can't explain why i think i think this will be a really interesting movie uh and 
and not just um I don't know questionable if if you allow kids to do this because it's it looks pretty dark uh, for yeah. for a for for a family film and I don't know I just like uh, yeah I like dark stuff but I also love um like childhood dark stuff and yeah I I really it's looking really interesting and and on uh this trailer alone I would definitely go see it um, there was something else I, I was going to talk talk about. Um, I think yeah, uh, these particular movies where they do where they're doing like I, I wouldn't say lesser known, uh, but the less popular uh, Disney stuff. Like of course, of course, you got to do your do your big ones like Aladdin and and um, and um, uh, Little Mermaid and all that. But but the sort of I think from the 60s to the 70s sort of stuff is sort of waning of the sort of Disney sort of special stuff. Like I would I would love to see like a live action uh, Rescuers movie. I think that would be absolutely cool because I used to love that as a kid, of course, being uh, nostalgic and all that. But I think the story sort of like fits well and could be set in any time period like whatsoever. And I think with... Um, Koala, I'm smelling Oscar buzz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Just I would love just that. Just for the trailer alone. Yeah, yeah. Just for the trailer alone. I think Emma Stone can probably knock this out of the park. And yeah, if <laughs> and yeah, it's 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 like a, a Disney Joker film, and I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it'd be it. awesome. So, yeah. So webs. Yeah. So, um, and I'm trying to think of a, a segue here. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Um, also, I had a had a feeling, I had a sort of a, a thing at the at the end of this movie. If, if someone comes up to Koala, it's like it's like we know you're looking for Dalmatians. We know we know of a person, and and, the, and then she turns to the camera. It's like how many. And then cut the black. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that so clearly. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's kind of a a, che- a cheesy ending, but I don't I'm I don't mind it. Like it's a nice little yeah. I think it's a nice wink to the camera. I and think. we have got it on recording that if he's called it Oof. right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's he's yes. the man. You're the new Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> Predicting. Well, my premonitions are always true, always correct. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is this a prequel to the live-action '90s films? Maybe. Well, they haven't they haven't said that strictly, but I think it's just yeah, it's just Cruella's origin story mm. essentially. Yeah. So I don't know if it's connecting to just her in general or the Glenn Close films. I'm not sure. Yeah, at the moment, I I don't mind if it is, and I don't mind yeah. it if it isn't. Yeah, so, I'm okay either way. Yeah, she's definitely Otherwise, in the same, very much in the same vein. Not that it's hard. Not that it's you know, I don't know. Hard, not to say hard, but to do Corella differently because she's so a certain way. Um, mm. You know, it looks it's it's a very similar adaptation, but in a different style, I suppose. But yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. 
see what happens. So when are we going to be watching this, Kendall? Yes, well, um, COVID willing, uh, we will be sitting down to watch Cruella in cinemas on the 27th of May this year. Yay! It's very Kendall nice. Deville. Yeah. <laughs> 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 mm. Yes. If I don't scare you, no evil thing will. Um, all right. So that's she's a little mad. No, she's a little bit bad. Yeah. No, she's mad, but a little bit bad. Yeah. I'm screwing that line up. No, no, side. no. You're fine. I, I didn't even know. <laughs> and you call yourself the Disney Queen. I yeah, 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Skeletor. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that was great. Alright, cool. Trailer Park is done. We're rolling out of all our trailers. They're done and dusted. Done and dusted. A great trailer park. Just a great trailer park. Thank you. Universe. Best of the year. Yes. Yes. Best, best of the year so far. So far. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be tough to beat. All right. No more ado. Let's dive into the epic one and only what? segment we look forward to every week. And that is. What's that? Is that? Popcorn culture. Yeah. 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 It's popcorn culture time, which means it's time to. Which uh, means. Get our get our <laughs> one division on one division on. <laughs> I want to join in. <laughs> you want to sync up one division? Yeah. One division. One division. <laughs> yes. Holy crap. Okay, people. So, where where should we start? From the start, or shall we go straight to the end? No, that's... no, let's, let's start from the start. <laughs> and just the, the, the way that they've decided, the, the theme that they've decided to go with this particular episode, to me, felt like a very modern family. It was. Very, very clearly. Modern, yeah. Modern family. <laughs> I agree. yes yes so we're you know and modern family started in like 2008 2009 i think so i think they can get away with if they're gonna call this noughties but i suppose it's also you know office inspired in a way because we're getting the docu series the mockumentary series sort of style with them being interviewed um you know so breaking the fourth wall in that aspect because the title of this episode is breaking the fourth wall. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah. So what did you guys think of 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 their handling of that of that trope? Um, I I liked it, but it was also a little jarring <laughs> going from last week's episode to then all of a sudden they're talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but it was actually really cool. Uh, I like the fact that we, you know, finally find out what's happening to, you know, the agents and all that. And Darcy now being in this, in, in Wanda's world, I suppose. And just, yeah. Um, it's really interesting to see that Agnes decides to just barge in really early on this time. Um, and be like, Hey, I can, 
I can hang with the kids if you want. Mm. I can give you some me time. Yeah, because <laughs> Wanda is Wanda is struggling. Yeah, that was another thing as well. The fact that items, furniture in the house are having a little fritz where they're changing into different era like furnitures, like with the yeah. TV going back and forth from yeah. being a flat screen to a going back to you know the the seventy the sixties the seventies big giant box TVs and yeah you know the couch changing shape and style and just her interiors just started to you know just fritz yeah and she seems to have a like get control of it soon like early on but then it kind of gets away from her mm. um mike what 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 are your thoughts on on that like do you what do you think the reason for that is uh mm, the reason uh i think this is just a, a theory that um after wanda from the previous episode expanded the, mm-hmm. the um outer limits uh sort of put a huge strain on her and that's and this is probably why she's yeah. she's in bed uh, and like sleeping in it's it's also a huge metaphor for you know where she is in her mental state as yeah, well yeah for sure like draining draining her powers through that it's also draining like her her as a as a person of what she's going through and and going going on with the um uh sort of uh sitcom element as well it's it's sort of being awkward it's sort of like not being literally held together the reality of this particular episode of modern family and and everything's like very jarring and she she's sort of like trying to cope but not really coping at the same time she's trying to keep Mm -hmm. a straight face And, and um and even in the title sequence, where it was just wonder, wonder, wonder all the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because what where, happened to Vision? Where, it's like what happened to Vision, and he just pops up at the end. Yeah. Well, I think and, it's, I think it's, yeah, that's got to do with the fact that you know you see later in the episode when Vision and Darcy are trying to get to Wanda, yeah. and um, she's subconsciously trying to prevent him from arriving. But I suppose in hindsight, it. You know, it may not necessarily be Wanda who's trying to stop him. Yeah. Um, but I, that's kind of what I th- I thought of, like you know the the fact that Wanda is probably pissed at Vision because you know he's uh, tried to get out. Like she had to expand the hex to save him because he got out. You know, um, and she yeah. doesn't. She didn't want him to leave. So and and because you know she found out that he lied to her about the neighborhood watch thing last week so yeah. um, so i imagine she's pretty pissed so the yeah so it's it's a com- i think it's a combination of the fact that wanders it's all about wanda you know wanders by herself this episode for the first time and it's she's she's like i need to have a staycation day at home have some me time and all that and uh, she spends a lot of the episode by herself for the first time michael quite yeah quite literally trouble in paradise yeah, yeah, literally, literally trouble in paradise. This episode, yeah, yeah. Um, I do find it. A, uh, and with that, did you notice the stork was back? Yeah, yeah, the stork came back in the red smoke. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So things are coming back. Callbacks. Yeah, callbacks. Are, are literally. Back. Mm. 
Yeah, that was good. Um, just to touch on Darcy for a second, I, yes. you know, my little my little two broke girls theory was wrong. Yeah, and look, honestly, I'm I'm okay with that, and I'm not surprised <laughs> uh, because I loved that outfit they had her in, like the blue with circusy thing. Yeah, like yeah. It just she looked really good, and um, pairing her up with Vision was such a great idea. Because, I mean, well, pairing up Darcy with anyone is just going to be yeah. a good time because Kat Dennings is awesome. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, the way, like, that they were bouncing off each other and, and uh, you know, but, like, even before she, like, you know, Vision, un, you know, freed her, basically, and made her self-aware. Like, you know, it was good then and then it was good after that. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed. Yeah, the fact that they've decided to give her the title before... Uh before Vision decided to zap her out of it, the fact that she was the escape artist I know. in the circus. I thought that I thought that was like, oh yeah, because she's trapped and she needs to get out. I thought yeah. like, it was, kind of felt like a, a little nod to her yeah. actual situation. I, I liked it. And then I was just I was waiting for the moment that he was that Vision was gonna zap her out of it. But then in my mind I was like, is he gonna zap her back or are they she gonna keep her that way? And then as they kept talking, I'm like, I think she's gonna stay that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't. That didn't even occur to me that he was. Yeah. And then when he did it, I was like, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah that makes and, sense. And then yeah, when he mentions the fact that he saw her trying to run towards him to save yeah, him. Yeah, it's like we had a moment. We yeah, made, yeah. <laughs> we made eyes. Whatever he says, that was funny. Oh, I love that. And it was so fascinating too because Vision this episode because I think. In, in some of these moments where him and Darcy are having a legit conversation, Vision is still being affected by the sitcom yeah. stuff going on. He um, is, because mm. he's still getting interviewed. Which is so... And doing the breaking the fourth wall which thing. Which I loved, and it was quite fascinating to me, the fact that he's... He knows what's going... Like, well, he's starting to really know what's going on, and he's become, you know, autonomous, separate of, you know, and doing his own thing and all that. But I thought it was really cool to see that he's not... He's still really not completely free from, from the hex. Mm. And I love mm. that moment when he's being interviewed, and then he realises he's being interviewed. He's like, what the bloody hell am I doing? And then like, takes off the Takes microphone. off the mic and then walks away. <laughs> like, I thought... And that also kind of annoyed me... The only part of the episode that irritated me was the fact that um, why did they take a truck? Like, they kept getting stopped by all these roadblocks. And so I'm like, Vision can fly. Why, right? Hell? I don't think you realized and that I think at maybe, the time. Yeah, it could be the sitcom thing, again, having control of him. So maybe that's why, because, you know, he doesn't fly away until he realizes what's going on. Yeah. Properly. Um yeah, but then he leaves Darcy behind. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, you probably could have taken her with you, but yeah, sure. Yeah, Darcy's just like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll meet you there. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I, I love the Darcy and Vision stuff. Yeah. Cool. No, they, they make, like a, really, they make a really good pair. <laughs> 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 yes. Yes, they did. Um, I was I yes. was right, though. Mm? She, she was chained up to a, to a car. Did you say that last week? Well, I did oh, say because she, she was, was like... Because she was oh. handcuffed to the Jeep. Oh, my God. That's why she's an escape artist. Yeah, yeah. And she was leaning against the car because she... Oh, why did I not even... That did not even click to me. I was like, <laughs> oh, because, you know, she needed to get... She, she's trapped in the hex and she wants to get out. I thought that's what that was referring to. I'm like, no, because she was literally handcuffed to a fucking Jeep. 
Yeah. Well, it can be that too. I, I mean, think, there's, yeah. There's, yeah. There's, there's multiple things as well. Yeah. But but mind you, I did did think she was going to be like a, an animal caged up or so, something like that. But, but I feel like maybe the that. fact that she she was made the escape artist is because she's a hacker. What is that? I mean, she knows how to. Yeah. She can get break into... through. Firewalls, firewalls and, stuff like, and stuff like that. Yeah, it could be also. Yeah, it could also be just a, an amalgamation of mm. of that of that entire concept. Yeah, safe cracker. Safe cracker. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, I think she's fantastic. Yes, she's great. Mm. We love Darcy. Um, yeah. Uh, what can we talk about next? Probably, I guess, the stuff happening outside of the hex. We only we only saw Hayward for one brief scene. Um, near the start of the episode where he's, uh, you know, we, we find out that the hex is, has expanded eight miles yep. um, to where they've now set up their new temporary base of operations. And uh, he's telling them, telling the people to get ready to launch something. And I don't know if that's got to do with the Project Cataract thing that was revealed last week, because that also got brought up again, because um, before mm. Darcy got absorbed into the hex, she managed to email that yeah. stuff she found out to Jimmy, um, and her and, uh, sorry, him and Monica are in the car talking about that stuff, yeah. and they realised that, you know, what we kind of guessed, that Haywood was, um, you know, he we know he wants vision, but he's, you know, he's was experimenting on him for a reason like had him all the parts of him in the in in the, the at sword home base um because he's you know obviously and she even says uh haywood wants his sentient weapon back which is you know part of the acronym of sword so i thought that was yeah. that was a kind of nice little okay yeah i think we kind of figured that out already but, yeah but yeah i don't know i liked it i'm glad he wasn't in this yeah. episode much because he was such an asshole last week and i hate him <laughs> he still is he still is yeah. He still is. I, I think, I think there's um, my theory. I don't know if it was confirmed in this or not that he actually wanted to boot up um, somehow, boot up Vision so he can u- use him as, yeah. as a weapon. Yeah. And and uh, and I think only Wanda booted up, but she took him, so he wa- wanted him back. Like yeah. Still, like and. I think I said like ages ago that I thought, oh, he just wanted to pull him apart, see how he worked, so he can actually yeah. do uh, plan from that to make to make stuff because, of course, um, Vision wrote in his will that he wouldn't be a weapon, and mm-hmm. and um, I thought he was going to get get around that by pulling him apart and doing that, but but no, he was he's basically against someone's will, basically. And yeah, I love the he, fact. Yeah, Howard's a an asshole. Howard's an asshole, and I love the fact. Wasn't he the one that said that Wanda violated Vision's will by taking him? I'm pretty sure he was the one that said like said that. Like Jimmy brought up the Sokovia Accords and Vision's will, I think. But I'm pretty sure Hayward was the one that said she's violated Vision's. You know final wishes yeah i think uh, i remember him and he that, got yeah. he got a bit pissed off at, at wonder about it and so look who's the hypocrite yeah you bastard but um i thought it was interesting that um jimmy and monica came to the conclusion that wonder doesn't already know that because my theory is that i i truly believe the reason wonder broke in and stole vision is because she found out they were experimenting on him that's that's what i reckon 
but we don't know yet. We don't yeah. know yet. We haven't it's, had that reveal still yet. Still up in the air. Still up in the air. Um, speaking of reveals, um, we finally found out who this, um, I guess, you know, engineer that Monica was going to go meet was, and we all thought it was going to be someone big, but I think that was just all of us getting kind of overexcited about up. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was just you know um, some army friends of hers and um, that were loyal to, to her and her mum when her mum was still alive and they had this really cool space rover my gosh was that a tank a and big a big tank yeah it was it was pretty cool um, yeah what when you saw you guys guys both saw that did you think it was gonna work um I had a I, for a second, thought maybe it might, but then the other side of me was like, I don't think she's going to get through with mm, that. Because I, I think Wanda's preventing anything else from coming in now. Um, That's fair. In terms of, you know, vehicles or just things. Or she does, at or least inanimate she's, objects. She's extend. Yeah, well, she, I mean, I don't know if she's... I wouldn't say she's... Ex- we were, you, you saw that thing try to go through. It ended up going up onto its back wheels and trying to almost drive up onto the I think. Well, I think the thing is she doesn't want anyone getting in that isn't under her control. Yeah. Is more to the point. Yeah. Because it's instead of staying the same material, which is what they wanted it to, it started changing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then Monica had to save herself yeah jumped out in the nick of time yeah and then you see this half ute come out that was a cool shot <laughs> i love the, the effects in the show are just brilliant yeah um but that was such a cool shot of the half yeah half half truck half uh space rover thing mike what did you think did you did you think monica was going to successfully get through um i don't know um I'd, yeah, I didn't know. Really, yeah, really. that's um, fair. It was a, either she got in there or she didn't. And if she did, she couldn't really have that like the same thing. So well, that's and if what, she d- yeah, mm. just keep you keep going. But, I'll, I'll stop interrupting. Yeah. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, it's the delay and it's screwing screwing me up. Um, yeah, if she did, if she could. If she had to go through that, I don't think she would have had the car, but how would you get rid of the car? Because it's a cool car. And and if she didn't, then what's really the point of having the car? So yeah, it's, it's storytelling. And um, I, th- I think it just... I think it, like, failing, it just made her more... Uh, more eager to say, okay, I'm I'm going to do this anyway. See if see if I can get through. I'm going to run at it, and and then she did. And just can I say that was probably my favorite part of the whole episode. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. you guys. Yeah, just visually. Oh, before we get into that, and emotionally, Sorry, but yes, before we get no. Into that. Let's 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 yes go. Uh, with the rover. Mm. If we're going to call it the rover, uh, someone didn't do their job properly. Because I don't think it was me- meant to do that. 
No, I don't think so either. <laughs> I think they so expected either- her to go straight through and not not come up again. No, not basically enter into a game of Rocket League and start going yeah, pretty up much. The, yeah. the bloody thing. It was either that or it, it wasn't meant to change either. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It wasn't. So, so calculations have been fucked up. So whoever, so whoever, whoever is this um, astrophysicist is not doing their job. <laughs> no. And I still, yeah. I, and these army guys, I think they're scrolls. Really? Yeah. I mean, they could be. They could be. You're not wrong. I, re- I, re- I reckon they're scrolls. But <laughs> who knows? Is to be seen. Who knows? So, you scroll people didn't do their job. These scrolls coming over here, taking all our army jobs and, <laughs> and our astrophysicist jobs. <laughs> Couldn't even do a good job. Get yeah. off my planet. <laughs> wow. Cool. Joke, of course. Yes, yes, Scrolls yes. aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get on to Monica. Yeah. Oh, that the way that when she was going through, so between her going, actually going when she's inside the hex border, I suppose. Yeah. The way that I suppose is it like her mind is forcing her to think about her past or her future. She's seeing different versions of herself just being sort of projected around her. Can I just say that, that side on shot of it when there's like five of her Mm. kind of stretched out and just the colors of the hex border in the background. Yeah. I, that was just gorgeous to me. It was so good. And then the fact that she's hearing all of these voices, she's hearing her own mother talk to her. Um, I think Nick Fury has a line of dialogue in there from from Captain Marvel that gets mentioned. And then, of course, you know, Carol Danvers has another bit of dialogue that we hear from her. And it's just, I don't know, it was just such a powerful moment for me. Mm. I I loved it. I loved it. But I wasn't expecting us to see uh, Monica with powers so early. I know they were hinting at it last week when Darcy mentioned that, you know, her cells are changing on a molecular level and all of that, but I didn't think we'd get it this soon. Yes, Michael. I called it. You did. (laughs) You did. Good job. One for me. One for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, didn't think we were going to get it so soon, but I am, that's not to say that I'm not happy about it because she looks cool. We have a new Avenger. We have a new Avenger (laughs) on our hands. Her cool glowing glowing eyes. Those blue eyes were so striking. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, and when she oh, we wa- don't know the name yet. So well, I mean, in the in the uh, comics currently, I think she's known as Spectrum. Mm. Um, she's gone by many alter egos, so it could be any of them. But Spectrum is kind of the more the more recent one that she's known as. Um, and it was cool too when I was wondering what they were doing when you know when she steps through. And her eyes are all blue, and she's trying to shake it off because she's seeing the the world like Westview like weirdly. Yeah, like kind of all... like three, kind of like you're looking at a three D film without the three D glasses. Yeah, that's a really good analogy. Yeah, yeah, it was exactly. She's like seeing that. the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> there is no hmm. spoon. <laughs> there is no Westview. It's Eastview. What are you talking about? Um, yeah, yeah, like that was interesting. So, and then she managed to shake that off, and and then take off, and. Um, God, I love that confrontation between uh, Wanda and Monica. And the fact that Monica was so close to getting through to her. I was like, whoa. Did you notice that her outfit didn't change? 
Yeah. 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 That was like, yeah. wait. Yeah. That was great. She got through and her outfit didn't change into whatever that world And is. I think that's got something to do with who, what she is now, I suppose. Potentially. She's powerful enough to be self-aware inside the hex and not affected by, by, by the sitcom stuff. Yeah. Um, but still be in the sitcom technically because you notice again the aspect ratio was doing a lot of changing in this episode mm. um, and that was yeah. one, of the, one of the changes uh, went to the, the non-cinematic fully you know full screen sitcom style thing um, but yeah yeah and I really I really just enjoyed the, the exchange of dialogue between them um, and Wanda's reaction to seeing that Monica has powers was really striking and the fact that you know, Monica's like, don't let Haywood make you the villain. And she goes, well, what, what if I am? Yeah. And she was just willing to accept that. Like, that's dark. <laughs> like, Wanda is in that bad of a mental health state. Mm. Sad, and it's so tragic and sad that she's just, like, willing to be the bad guy now. Because she yeah. doesn't care More, anymore. please. Yes, more. more, please. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it was great. It was great. And I was really annoyed that Agnes came along and interrupted it because, yeah, not just because Monica was so close to getting through to Wanda because, you know, she was relating to her with the fact that she's lost her mum and, you know, Wanda's lost vision and all that stuff. and But just the, the exchange between them I really, really liked and I wanted it to go on. So I was annoyed when it got interrupted. But, yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. What did you Shall guys... We... Yes? Sorry? Gonna... No? What were you going to bring up? I was going to bring up the ad before we get down Ooh. to the nitty gritty. Okay. Well, I was going to mention the twins, but if you want to, we can talk about the ad first and then go into the twins because then that goes into Agnes and everything. That's all right. You're, 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 you're in charge, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we can talk about the ad first then. Um, Michael, what? Yeah. Tell yes. us. Tell us what was, what was the ad on this week's episode? <laughs> okay. Just throw it over to me. Yeah, well, you're a, you're a, do you want me to... regular you? Scott Morrison to my... Um, no, how dare you... To my you state government. How dare you insult me like that. No, well, I, well you yeah. know, you, you, yeah. you, you um, brought it Nexus. up, I thought I'd give you the powers. Yes, Nexus. That's right, uh, Nexus. Um, uh, um, uh, a depression medication. Um, Antidepressant, yep. Yeah, it's definitely on the nose of what's going on with... Um, uh, Monica's mind and Wanda's mind. <laughs> uh, yes, that's what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> just making sure. They all knew what I meant. Yes, I'm <laughs> sure they did. <laughs> yep, uh, same actors as well. I think this is probably going to be the last mm -hmm. ad that we're going to see. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Seven is a good magical number, and seven's my favorite number. Me too. Um. Um. What else? I don't know. Um. <laughs> do you yes. yes do you know what um, the ad was referencing like in terms of uh, Wanda and the comics yes um, I do uh, but, but Nexus as in a Nexus being mm -hmm. um, that's one, one reference in, yeah yeah so Wanda is a Nexus being so mm -hmm. therefore Wanda is the same Wanda in every dimension and uh, as it also opens the floodgate of what's going to happen in the rest of this uh, phase four as well considering we're going to have Kang the Conqueror and and um, uh, who else um, 
I think I think um ah oh, what's uh X-Men uh not River Phoenix the Dark Phoenix yeah I think I think she's a Nexus being too right or yeah, at least Jean, uh, Jean Grey is a Jean, Jean Grey that's what I was is trying, a Nexus trying to being. remember yeah is a Nexus being so so it's all these pa- it's all these powerful uh, and I think uh, in the Nexus uh, and it also draws on to um uh, Doctor Strange as well because he devils with the interdimensional things. He, he's more mm-hmm. of a he's more of an onlooker, not necessarily a um a nexus a, a nexus being. So no, so yeah, that's he, what I, yeah. So that's what I got got out of it. It's 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 sort of opening the floodgate of even more uh, madness with the yeah. multi universe. Yeah, and because you say that um, specifically that the nexus being is someone that's the same in all realities that may, uh, that speaks to the fact that you know pietro was able to know events in wanda's life but she didn't know the events in his because whatever's happened to wanda has here has happened to wanda everywhere else i'm guessing yeah that makes sense um the other thing to mention is the fact that there's also this thing called the nexus of all realities in the comics. Mm. It's a point where literally every single reality or universe dimension, whatever, you know, meets, they cross. So that can also explain how we get Pietro in this universe because he's, because Westview exists or at least Wanda maybe in her Nexus powers because she's able to not only create, you know, Westview to her liking to bring the twins into existence. You know, she can, I guess, just... I, man, I was going on a train of thought and I lost it mid-train. <laughs> but, you know, she's just that powerful. She can, yeah, do whatever. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah. And with those Nexus points, it's usually it usually involves Wanda... Um, usually because she's that like powerful mm. and and yeah it it's a it's a thing that we're witnessing right now and I think uh, I think she I can't remember if she's going to be in the uh, Spider-Man three as no well. they haven't said that but Doctor Strange is and Wanda's going to be in Doctor Strange two so who knows yeah. Hmm. There is so, another... Yeah, sorry, go on, Mike. Because I'm thinking, and I'm theorising here, that I think the key is you need you need uh, Wanda to actually uh, do this sort of thing, like this sort of quote-unquote crossover of realities as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, and, and the reason why this is happening here is because of Wanda because someone is manipulating Wanda yes we can probably get before we can get into that I just have one more thing I need to mention about yes. <laughs> about Nexus beings um, so the, there's also a potential connection to the Loki series because the yes. the, T, the TVA uh, track Nexus beings similarly to how they've ended up you know coming across Loki because he's caused this alternate timeline that shouldn't exist and they want to, you know, stop him from messing <laughs> with the continuity of everything. Um, so, yeah, they in the comics, yeah, the TVA also responsible for tracking down Nexus beings and make sure they don't... Because they can affect time 
and as well, similarly to what Loki's doing, like they can change the future uh, or the or the outcome of things. Um, yeah, yeah. And so, I think, yeah. I think um, how how they're playing it is Loki sort of fell into a, fell into being a Nexus being because of what happened with um, uh, Endgame. Yeah. It, I, it, so do you think they're making Lo- Do you think they're making Loki a Nexus being then? I reckon because yeah, that if, makes sense. If we're going on onto the trailer, is he, all these different different parts of um, uh, history as well, and he's sort of jumping in and out and mm. jumping it, jumping in and out of time. Yeah, and that makes time, no, that, of course. Yeah, is is a bit of a, a dimension jump. I yeah. mean, not necessarily um, a space space jump. It's more. It, well, essentially, he would be travelling through space and time. So, yeah, he would be a Nexus being. Uh, yeah, and I think that's a good point. It would probably explain, explain a bit more in the, in, in the Loki series. But we need, we need to wait until the Loki series to come out to actually clarify that. So, mm. And I don't think we would have the time to actually talk about the Loki series on this podcast. I'm sorry, Kendall. I don't think um, we have the time. Oh, uh, don't don't trigger me like that, Michael. I know you're trying to get a rise out of me, but don't do it. Don't do it. I don't think it's going to last. Oh my god. Anyway, I need to get off this. <laughs> this absolute nonsense that he's spewing. Um, yes, because so that's the ad. <laughs> that's the ad. It was pretty big. Mm. Something not from Wanda's past, but something you know from what Wanda is going to be Wanda's going forward futures. in her future. Yeah. Yes. And she is taking tablets as well. Yes, yes, yes. Is um, it Nexus? Hmm? But yes, is she being buttered up for something? Is she? We don't know. Mm. We don't know because we got a mega mega reveal. At the end of this episode, because, you know... Twins? The twins ended up uh, going over to Agnes's house. Yeah. Um, because Agnes was like, I'm going to take the twins off your hands because you're a bit batty today. <laughs> I'm going to let you do your thing. You're being, you're being an, a neglective uh, parent. <laughs> mm. Yeah. 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 And then, and then, you know, after we see Agnes step in and take Wanda away from... From Monica, um, <laughs> Wanda goes into into Agnes's house, and uh, and then she's like, "Where are the twins?" And then uh, Agnes says, "Oh, they're in the basement playing." And so Wanda goes downstairs to find the boys, and they're not there. And then and just black roots, they shimmering with purple. purple things start to change. Yeah, and again. That pesky aspect ratio changes back to the real world ratio of the cinematic thing we get when we're outside Westview. Because um, we've stepped into an area within Westview that is unaffected by what Wonder is doing. Mm-hmm. And this is Agnes's lair, or should we say, Agatha Harkness! Ah, I knew it! I knew it! Yes. Best worst kept secret ever. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My goodness. Yep. Um, that was that was good to have that finally confirmed. Almost threw. I don't know about you guys, but last week almost threw me off the scent when when Vision, you know, 
brought her out of it and we I kind of I, I was, almost believed it. I was sus of her from the beginning. Yeah, well I was too, but last week almost and didn't almost got me. I just I knew there was something going on with her. Like I yeah. yeah, I just I couldn't put my finger on it, but there was something about her that I didn't trust and I thought this she's I reckon she's putting on an act. Yeah, we were right. Yeah, well, you were you were more right than me because I was the only one out of us that doubted it for a second. <laughs> yeah, it didn't feel right. Yeah, like I I sort of remember it didn't feel right because everyone else was being quiet and she was still talking to Vision even before he he um op- opened her mind. Yeah, which is no, a bit that's weird true. Because that's true. That's what happened point. there? If she if she was fa- faking it, what ha- <laughs> What happened to? What would happen if you opened someone's mind that didn't need to be open? Well, here's the thing, because there's... <clears throat> this is the per- the first part of the episode, right, where I suspected <clears throat> Agnes was Agatha and it was the reveal was coming, was when they're, you know, Billy and Tommy are in her house and they're on the couch, and then, because earlier in the episode, Billy's trying to tell his mum that, you know his brain's all loud because he's hearing everyone's voices because that's one of his abilities. He can read minds. Um, yeah, Professor X and all that. Yeah, yeah. So he, that's when he's... As Wiccan in the comics, that's kind of what he can do. And, um, yeah. Telepath. Yeah. And so, you know, and Wanda... Because Wanda's so wrapped up in her own world, really, she's she doesn't listen to him. Um, but then, you know, when they're sitting on the couch and he he's just like, I really like it here, Agnes. I like this place. You know, you're quiet on the inside. And when he said that, I was like, you know why? Because she is fully her. There is no one trapped inside trying to break out. Yeah. Because the reason Billy is hearing all these voices and they're loud is because they're all screaming at him, being like, help me, help me, help me, help yeah. me, I'm trapped. And because there's no one trapped on the inside of Agnes, there's nothing to be heard. Yeah. So that or... My other theory is, you know, she's just that powerful. She can block people from reading her mind. So there's all that. There's also that. But, um, but yeah, that was the first moment in the episode where I was like, mm, something. Okay, I think we're getting to this Agatha reveal. And then, didn't she just look like a Bond villain when she walked in, stroking the rabbit, <laughs> Senor Scratchy? You know, like that was yeah, that was great. That was great. Did you guys now? Did you guys think the reveal was satisfying because it was nice to have the validation, or was it underwhelming because we'd all guessed it already? What do you guys think? Nah, I, th- I, I, I think the surprise was there. It's like, oh, oh, okay, sweet. <laughs> it's like so, yeah. sort of knew it, but I love the clarification. Yeah, yeah, it was a good reveal. It was a really yeah. good reveal. Um, and then, I mean, especially because she got her own theme song. I know. <laughs> oh my god! As soon as that started, yep, it was Agatha. Oh, I, I lost my shit. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so funny. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was cool. Seeing her, how she's inserted herself into the into Wanda's sitcom world, and just you know the little things she was doing the whole time. Um, especially most most importantly to me, uh, the the Pietro stuff. Yes, uh, because you know, is Pe- you know is Pietro real? Is he from another universe? 
Is he just an Evan Peters that lives in Westview that she's making him be Pietro? Like, or, or you know, you know, is would Pietro be Mephisto? Like people are maybe thinking after the way he was acting last week, but then why would you have your big bad, you know, catching certain certain characters in post credit scenes that we got this week? Mm. Um, that's more of a lackey job. So I don't know. But yeah. But yeah, I don't know. So she's responsible for Pietro being there. So we know that much, but we don't know how or the specifics of it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she she was in charge of the manipulation. We don't know if he was a uh, a um, a contributor. To well, it yeah, because that was the thing when she revealed herself to um, to Wanda, she said, "You're not the only magical girl in town." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's a witch herself. Um, and then, you know, her eyes glow purple and then Wanda's, Wanda went all purple. And so now, what does that mean going forward? Like, it has Wanda now been put under Agatha's spell? Yeah. And I think this is the end of the sitcom stuff. I think the last two episodes yeah. is going to be no more sitcom. Cause, especially because Wanda seems to now be under... Agatha's thrall mm. um, and same thing with Monica the post credit scene after Quicksilver catches her um, her uh, after she gets a glimpse of Agatha's lair um, through the that you know side door her eyes start to go purple as well that kind of I just had this sort of thought and I, I could be wrong but could she be powered by the reality stone isn't the reality stone purple? Uh, oh no, the soul soul stone's purple. Fuck, fuck. What are the colours? Soul colors? stone's yellow. Soul stone's yellow. Thank you. Because that's. Hang on. Because they're because oh, they're different in the one from Guardians the is the purple one. Yeah. Is that the reality that, one? No, isn't is the, the it wasn't reality? the ether of the reality one? No, it is the re- no. Hang on. Uh, which infinity? I'm googling it. It's been so long. <laughs> yeah, do you, and make sure it's uh, it, it's the um uh, the uh, the um MCU because it's different because it it changes in the comics. Yeah, yeah. I, I know um, that much. The purple purple stone is the power stone. Okay. So yeah, the the ether is the reality one. So yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe not. I don't okay. Know. But, no, but it could, but it could work. It could maybe. work because I mean, Wanda got her powers from the Mind Stone. Um, I mean, her power just happens to be red. That's not really a connection, but you know, she's yeah. she's powered by an Infinity Stone. She's an incredibly she's a Nexus fucking being now. You know, that's how powerful she's become. Mm. So maybe an Agatha. Not just yet. Well, okay, not just yet. I guess I don't know. They're hinting at it. They're hinting at it. They're getting there. Um, uh, I have another theory on that. Yeah, too. go. Um. In the comic, comics, uh, Agatha is actually like a mentor to uh, Wanda as well. Yeah, yeah. So if they're going down that route, um, uh, Agatha may be training, like, quote-unquote training, but actually showing Wanda this is what the sort of power that you would you actually have. So I can actually teach you the ways and and. All that stuff, and you can have whatever you want, and and that and that could be like a, a loving family, uh, the the twins, 
or or even ha- have vision and I'm think and thinking may- maybe with our powers combined I'm Captain Planet. <laughs> <laughs> if you know yeah, if you know what I mean. It's like um Agatha is sharing like a taste of what uh life can be like and that's what this rea- this reality Ooh, is. Okay. So you think that that Agatha put is the because you know I mean yeah you make a good point because Wanda was the one who said that she doesn't know how this all started she doesn't know where the sitcom stuff came from mm. specifically so maybe yeah. maybe you know Wanda created the hex just uh, just I know but then but then there's like you know the the point of like how did why did Wanda choose Westview because it seems that. Was Agatha already there? And Wanda was accidentally drawn there, maybe? Or it's all just a big coincidence? Or or Wanda established herself there, and then Agatha picked up her power from from afar and came to take advantage of it? I don't know. If we're going by um, aspect ratio, I think this this underground lair, let's just say, or a demonic um, temple, as we have uh, demonic shit everywhere, uh, has always been there. And then, yeah. I don't know, maybe subconsciously Wanda is sort of drawn to this space because uh, Agatha is another another being like herself. And we don't know the backstory of Agatha. I'm sure we'll, we'll probably, probably get some out. backstory next week, maybe, yeah. Yeah, we'll probably... Probably will. I mean, going by trailers, we we get to see Wanda actually break uh, Vision out of the uh, facility, and and I'm thinking um, Agatha is actually the main baddie in this series, and I think it's just like uh, Loki was the big bad in the first Avengers, and in the post credit scene we find out oh he's just a lackey for for Thanos. And I'm thinking they're probably going to do that sort of thing as well. Right. Like, like Agatha is sort of like a behestin of uh, maybe Mephisto, maybe Nightmare, may, maybe something else. But I think this particular series of WandaVision, uh, Agatha is the big baddie. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm probably thinking further, further down the track, she'll probably turn into a Loki that she she's like a villain that you like to see and hate. And yeah, that'd be cool. I'm down for that. Because she's a really popular, per- really popular character in, mm. in the MCU, and also in this show as well. Like a, a lot of people, like like are really falling in love with with this portrayal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catherine Hahn is just and I, fantastic. And I don't, and I don't think um, that they're probably going to wa- waste her just for one season. I think she's going to come back constantly. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Yeah, I would like to. She see might that. pop um, up in the other series. She very well may. Yeah. Oh, may- maybe in Loki. Yeah. Maybe in Loki, or maybe yeah. maybe even in Doctor Strange. Yeah. Who knows? I don't. I probably don't see her in um uh in uh Falcon and the. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Otherwise, that would be fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that would be that would be weird. Um. Can we, yeah. can we mention the little post credit scene that happened? Oh, we already kind of did, but... Yeah. Sort of. What else? <laughs> In the post credit scene. Um, I, think, I think because uh, 
Agnes sort of put like the hex on Wanda and it was like the purple shit around, around her. May I don't know, maybe I'm just going to put it out there so it's so it's out there in the in the universe that uh the vision of Petro is probably false because of Monica's got the purple eyes, I don't know. She's probably seeing Petro. No. Because, because I'm 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 thinking Agnes um sort of tricked Wanda uh Wanda with the uh the corpse of Vision in the previ- pre- previous episode of of a uh, uh, Vision with the hole in his head. I don't I don't think that because originally I thought that was Wanda like being shocked and awed and and um. Well, that's I I still think that I don't think why why would Agatha want a to see a Wanda to see Vision that way and then be last week have her see Pietro that way as well. What's the point of I'm that? Think, I'm thinking because it's to show Wanda is like, this is what he really looks like. And do you really want that? She's sort of egging her to stay here. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and also spe- just speaking to that, you know, the fact that there's that one moment when Wanda's being interviewed to camera and then, the person behind the camera, and it sounds like a man's voice, but they say, you know, don't you think you deserve to be here or you deserve what's happening to you? And then she's like, wait, you're not supposed to talk. Mm. Like there's, and yeah. then that, that was technically Agatha. So and I'm, she's and I'm trying to really, Agatha. she's trying, sorry, she's like, trying to really like, you know, yeah, get that, keep that her in that mental state of like, everything's bad. I mean, she even says to the twins in this episode, everything is meaningless. You know, and I don't have all the answers and all this stuff. So she's, you know, keeping one. You're, you're right. She's keeping Wanda in this state of just, you know. She's breaking her down for depression. something. Yeah, yeah. She's using her powers for something, and also, I don't know, maybe sucking her powers into into doing something. Maybe. 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 And and may and also, um, when Agatha theory. Agatha threw through the vision corpse into um, Wanda's face. She also did the same thing to Pedro with the with the gaunt, with the uh, gaunt face and the bullet holes as well, saying, "Remember, this is this is your brother. Remember, this is your brother. This is your brother." Even though it's the wrong body, uh, because uh, I couldn't find um, someone to look like him, so I, so I took him from a from a, a next door a next door um, dimension, maybe. Yeah, and who knows, maybe if that's what she has done, then maybe uh, the Pietro that we know, Aaron Taylor Johnson, you know, to look like him, is this universe is the only universe where Pietro looks like that, and maybe in all other universes he looks like Evan Peters. So there's there's that. But also another big point, where are the twins? Yeah. Where have they yeah. gone? What's she done with them? I reckon the stalk is got something to do with that. You reckon what? I feel like that stalk that appeared during uh, the glitch out. No, I, I don't know. I think potentially that was just, I think that was just a callback or for Agatha. Could yeah. could be. I mean, because yeah, the, the, I guess the like, that's a good not point. Really, a glitch. He puffs the, in with the red smoke. The stalk. I feel like this. St- 
stork. Oof, well, I don't know, because I feel like the stork was a glitch in this episode, but like going back to the stork in episode three, I mean, we took that at the time, I think, as a manifestation of Wanda's powers on the Fritz because she was pregnant and going into labor and stuff. Because that's when the stork appeared, was, you know, before she went into labor. And it was, you know, she was trying to make it disappear and then with the red smoke and then it wasn't disappearing. So, but then, yeah, that could, that could be Agatha doing something. Yeah. For some reason. I'm not sure yeah. why. But then I don't know. I don't know if that connects to the twins other than the whole stork bringing babies thing. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think Agatha needs the twins for something. Mm. And if we're going, but, and if we're going down the um, <clears throat> uh, House of M sort of route mm-hmm. and I'm sort of leaning towards it's probably not going to be that but if they are going to to do that they use the twins to um, uh, uh, summon Mephisto so maybe maybe not this series but may, maybe down the track uh, the twin the twins will come back or whatever but we don't know where the twi- twins are um hmm there was some, something. Yes, uh, I think Agatha is the one that was try- is is uh, didn't want Vision back because uh, yeah, cause I kind of thinking... mentioned that before. Yeah, yeah, and uh, because because she doesn't need Vision anymore. Essentially, she wa- she wanted the twins, and and when a when a mummy and a daddy love each other very much. <laughs> They, they they have they have the babies and then and then the mother gets the full custody, so <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. dot 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 and um yeah all these questions need to be answered and I want want them now I know I love <laughs> the fact that this episode like gave us some pretty big answers to some pretty big questions that we've been theorizing on for the last month and a half. And uh, and now you now know. Now we got more questions. Now we have again. We have more questions. That's the way every episode finishes. More questions. Yeah, yeah. The questions was who's doing this? The wonder. We find out who. Now we need to know why. Now we just need the why. Yeah, because they. And yes. Will Vision find out what's going on and save her? Well, yeah. Is Vision gonna you know get there? What's gonna happen when he gets there? Because he's on the way right mm. now. Uh, last time we saw him, he'd, yeah. he'd left the truck. Was flying there, so yeah. So that's I reckon be interesting. it's gonna open up with him getting back to the house. Mm. Wanda's not there. Mm-hmm. The kids aren't there, mm-hmm. and he's gonna be looking everywhere for them. Um, and then Agatha's just gonna be like coming in and being like, "Oh, hey, Vision," type. You know, going yeah. back into her character. Yeah, potentially, potentially, yeah. Um, or maybe not, just because. I don't know, because she's finally revealed herself. Um, and I don't know if she will need to stay secret now because she's gotten what she wants, I think. Um, and because someone, I can't remember who it was, but someone said to me, because I was like, well, why does she wait this long? And they were like, well, she was probably waiting for the twins to come into their powers. And that's why now yeah. she's finally showing her, her hand, I guess. Mm. So, so me, but, but that's... That's definitely a possibility. Yeah. She may like, cause, Vision, because she knows Vision is you know w- will cause trouble for her maybe. So yeah, she, yeah. 
And but Vision still doesn't know that Agnes is the one doing all of the yeah exactly the mind tricks. So yeah, yeah. So hopefully he'll find out. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Hopefully. Um, I reckon Angus. Uh, Angus. Angus. I reckon. <laughs> I reckon Agatha probably ate the children. Well, ate them. Someone else said that to me ate too, them. but I don't. I don't know. Absor- Ab- absorbed. Quite them. unquote. Absorbed them. Yeah. Hmm. Because you know Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, and witches and whatnot. And also, and also, fucking, I was right about the fucking Wizard of Oz shit. Remind, I can't remember. The last line of this, of this oh, episode. What, when, when, like, and I killed Sparky too, like, that whole thing? Yes. Like, you're, I'll catch you, my pretty, and your little dog too. Yes. Yes. Nice. Yes. <laughs> Wicked witch. Yes. Wicked Witch of the West. Yes. Of Westville. Of of West, the Westview. Wicked Witch of Westview, yes. <laughs> I like that crossover. God dang it. Yes. <laughs> yes, good job, Mike. I knew my spider senses were tingling. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed they were. All right. Also. Yes, before we wrap up. One last thing from me. Mm-hmm. In the in the um, title sequence, when it had uh, a f- wonder and vision, uh, it was a calendar, and the calendar had a little heart uh, surrounding the number ten. No, it wasn't the number ten. Was it? No, I'm pretty sure it was the number was twenty-three. Num- oh no, no, that was the previous episode. But it, hang on, no, which uh, which the- which episode? Calendar ten. Uh, this this one. This episode? Yeah. Ooh. Calendar WandaVision. Because it was 23 for the... for the um, Yeah, for the first uh, one. first episode. But for this one, it, it, was, a, it was a love heart um, over the number 10. When did you see that? It was in the, it was in the um, title sequence. Oh! Right, 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 right. Okay, so 10 had a heart on it, did it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. What, okay, go on. What is that in reference to? It's not a reference to anything. It's just a theory that I've been kicking around of a secret episode 10. How do you get that from that? I don't know. Why is it 10? Just because you want it to. <laughs> and it's very easy to put in in post-production. Yeah, that's true. I'm going to check. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, there's literally a heart specifically on 10. Interesting. There's a secret episode. There's a secret episode. I hope I'm you're bloody right. Uh, because... Why is there a spare week in between WandaVision and Winter Soldier and Falcon? Yeah. That is true. Well, IMDb is only giving us nine at the moment. Yes, and they also still have the last two episodes as apparently coming out on the the same day, which is the 5th of March, which is I don't think is true. I've heard, I've seen things online saying we're getting the... The you know episode eight this week coming so I don't know. I don't know. They keep changing things. I don't know because 
nine episodes is a weird number. That's true. Ten is a more rounded number. Ten is definitely a more rounded number. How long's Falcon and Winter Soldier going for? Well, it's only that's only six episodes apparently. So, um, but yes, give me ten episodes of this show, absolutely. Give me good shit. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mm. <laughs> Have you? It's what are you secret. looking for? Uh, I'm just checking if we've missed anything. Okay. All right. Well, I think we've pretty so much you, covered everything. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's that. <laughs> it, on, on episode nine, it will go to... And then to be continued next week. Yeah. Oh, God, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. And then stand by, please. Yeah, please stand by. The three three worst wor- words in this world right now. God damn it. <laughs> And then there was also that annoying rumor. Apparently, Kevin Feige said the last three episodes were going to be an hour long each. I don't know if you guys heard about that. No. And then this episode yeah. was only, you know, the standard half an hour. I was very annoyed. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. It was a lie. Who knows? Anyway. The cake's a lie. I think the cake is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> the cake is a motherfucking lie. Don't we know it? Um, all right. Shall we wrap up there? Yeah. I think that's yes. we've said everything that needs to be said about episode seven of One Division breaking the fourth wall. Hope you guys enjoyed that little chat. That was fun. Yes, very much. Oh, two episodes to go. Oh my yeah. god, only two left. Oh, I don't want it to end. It's <laughs> so good. It's so good. Three episodes. Three episodes, maybe, maybe <laughs> according to my fingers. I love it. Crossed. Fingers bloody crossed. I want it. We all want. It. We all want ten episodes. Hashtag ten episodes. Yeah, they went. They went back to film uh, an extra one. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Okay. Sorry. One last thing. <laughs> I've been hearing on the internet that the um, uh, cameo is going to be Mephisto, but it's going to be played by um, uh, Al Pacino. What? As yeah. if. Nah. That's what I heard. I nah. I don't want it. That. That's a thing being kicked around. Okay. But, you know, is that a reference? I was wrong about the. I was wrong about the ha- Hank McCoy. So there you go. Yeah. Well, is that a reference to bloody Devil's Advocate? Because didn't Pacino play Possibly. the devil in that movie? <laughs> but can you imagine? I know. I, know. <laughs> yeah. I just. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll that's see. All. We'll see. That's all right. All. We're done. All right. Done and dusted popcorn culture for mm-hmm. another week on this show. And it's now time to check in with uh, What's Up with Fred. As for me, this lovely show you've been listening to is where I am at with all my thoughts. Um, I am still posting my weekly rambles on my extended thoughts on WandaVision. So for anything else that I didn't say... Um, <laughs> please go watch. I'll say it here. <laughs> yeah, I'll say it on my YouTube videos. Um, yes, so please go check those out. My my non-scripted ramblings on WandaVision. Um, and before I thread Fulia, we have halfway recorded this 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 month's <laughs> monthly. <laughs> and Fulia is so excited. I love it um, because. And if you know. And if you've been following us, you'll know that if we're only halfway through it, recording an episode means we've gone back to our convincing each other to watch a film yeah. format. So 
Uh, yeah, I won't say what genre we picked yet, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, that the, we'll be recording the, the second half this week and releasing on Wednesday, as is the last Wednesday of, of February this week. And mm-hmm. yeah. Is it going to be like what happened last time? <laughs> Actually, no. It was good. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> so far, the score is one to me, zero to Kent. Yeah, I'm not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't good the first time, but I think I have a winner this time. But we'll we see. shall see. We shall see on Wednesday. We have a wiener. We have a wiener. <laughs> uh, Foolish Fuji, what's happening? Still doing the same thing, being <laughs> streaming. Um, at the moment, uh, I've decided that I'm going to be doing more Super Mario 3D World streams because um, I want to get through it. I want to get through the story, and then I want to do Bowser's Fury, which is the the new added-on game. Mm-hmm. 3D World is actually a Wii U game that they've brought to the Switch. Bowser's Fury, they've just tacked on as a short mini extra game yes um which yes. is pretty cool it's been selling well at work yes yes uh i oh speaking of selling things at work i got the cat peach and the cat mario amiibos because i was like well i might as well get it <laughs> <laughs> cute um i also am going back to playing fairy tale as well on uh, on the streams as well because I love that story. It's based on the anime. The, the game is... the It's literally taken a portion of the anime and put it into a game and it's so much fun. And the fact that I know these characters just makes it even better. Um, <laughs> so the viewers are really enjoying the fact that I get really excited about the things that happen throughout the game. Um, and then, of course... My Immortal Phoenix Rising videos are still being uploaded on YouTube, so you can go check that out as well. Um, The next couple of episodes will be coming out this week, uh, and I'll be continuing on the recordings for those. I'm really enjoying the game, as I will keep saying every week. Uh, And yeah, um, at this point, there's not really much else I can really think of at the moment, apart from doing the monthly as well um yeah i think that's cool that's it with me how about you michael oh it's all good um i released a video this week of me and my wife reacting to the mortal Kombat trailer uh something that we just did on the whim because the planets lined it up uh we it was right before she had to go to work and i was looking after zelda that day so we got up at seven did did all our stuff i thought hey this this is out do you want to react to it yeah sure so we did we did and i put it all together that day and i released it into the ether and at the moment we have just over a hundred views you and only one like and that was me (laughs) (laughs) so like the video or else i won't do any more and of course um i stole i stole the title non-scripted rambling from the delightful kendall richardson and i hope she doesn't sue (laughs) (laughs) Mm. 
Yes, well, you're lucky I don't have a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Is it still suing if it's on the same platform? (laughs) Um, Well, the TV on scratch-off thing is still going ahead. Um, I'm, I'm at the moment still finishing off the second season, still writing up the first, and for some reason... I'm writing a song. Yeah, a cool. song. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> mic drop. Right. Mic drop, mic drop. Excuse drops. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. I picked up. Good. Good. <laughs> that was me falling over, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yes, the mic dropped. And that's what I'm doing for Fred. Nice. Sorry? I just said the mic dropped. It's okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. So talking exactly at the same time, and I missed it. I'm sorry. <laughs> My bad. I shut up now. So what about you, Kendall? Have you ever talked in front of um, people? <laughs> yes. Many times. Many times. Mm. Um, Many. Yes. Well, uh, I think that'll do it for us for another week. Yeah. It's time to mm. wrap up. Let's, uh, let's hit it. Ready? Set. And that was a podcast podcast called Fred. I was right in the middle of a yawn. I know, my bad. I'm sorry. That's my fault. (laughs) Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for future podcasts. And Fred the Alien, follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcast. And for Fred the Alien merchandise, you can go to our website, fredthealienproductions.com, and follow the link to our Redbubble, where you can get... Apparel, home decor, bags, and stationery by our unique Fred the Alien designs by our talented team. Unibums, incompetent gamers, our live stage shows, and more. That was the Fred plug. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulvia Cantaramaggio. And I see dead people. <laughs> Lister. <laughs> And you've just experienced a podcast Happy birthday, Philip! Yes, happy birthday happy to birthday, Philip. our former co-host and friend, <laughs> Philip Hunting. Yes. 21 today. He's 21 today. <laughs> He's eating all the beef when Freddie lives. <laughs> <laughs> yes, remember to eat your beef. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much for listening. And Secret 10th episode. Yay. Secret 10th episode. It actually makes sense because, of course, Disney Plus is going to do that so people can actually have more revenue. Oh, oh. capitalism works. Capitalism works, yes, considering they're about to up the price because Disney Star drops on Tuesday, so. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs>